Welcome back, my friends. It's the 13th of uh, April, 2023. The Robert Scott Bell Show is about to launch into our Sacred Fire of Liberty edition in the midst of uh, Jonathan Eward's campaign for the United States Senate in Virginia. Uh, so we got that coming up, a lot to talk about. And uh, hour two, my good friends, Dr. Shane and Liz Watt, will be talking about the Be Healthy Utah Conference. Very exciting what's going on. A lot of new folks are going to be joining us at that event. 21st and 22nd of April. And there's a whole lot more coming up. We got a serious tour happening in calendar year 2023. So you want to plug in, go to robertscottbell.com uh, slash listen. That's the uh, chat room is available there as well as wherever else you can catch the show. Please share it and let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, cranking it up for health, freedom, and healing liberty. It's about to begin. That is the Sacred Fire of Liberty edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show with Jonathan E. Mord. Hard on the trail uh, to restore. Uh, well, how about save America? How about say, you know, for you all in Virginia, especially, but around the country, around the world, uh, you want a strong America that believes in freedom, obviously, that lives the high ideals. A guy that's living those high ideals. He's dedicated his life to them. It is Jonathan E. Moore. Let's welcome him back. It's uh, cranking it up time. I know you were so busy. We barely got to see it at all until this second. Yeah, unfortunately, I just arrived. But nonetheless, Robert, I love your uh, sweatshirt there. I wonder who uh, made it. Yes. Well, we got to. We got to send that message out that we intend to live those high ideals of freedom and defense of individual liberty. And I know you have to leave early, probably some campaign events and other interviews. You have just been uh, all, just go, go, go. And boy, the three days I got to spend with you guys in Virginia, I was just like, it was a whirlwind, but amazing and exhilarating and uplifting. And yet I look at this opening story and I don't know if you sent it or Super Don did, but uh, the deficit topping one, an additional one trillion in the first six months of uh, fiscal year 2023. And, you know, Jonathan, we know that there are enemies foreign and domestic to the United States. We know that. But even if we had none of those, a trillion dollars added to the national debt in six months, there is no way to survive that if we only have Federal Reserve notes spewed out by the Federal Reserve. The dollar is done at, at that rate. That's true. $32 trillion in debt. We added a trillion dollars to the deficit, which is the difference between intake and of uh, federal funds and uh, the spending, spending in one year. So they're looking at the first six months and we're already a trillion dollars over what the revenues have been. And that's going to continue. Uh, and the second uh, six months will be even worse. So you're going to see <clears throat> us falling behind year after year. There has to be dramatic uh, reductions in spending. They pushed through $4 trillion plus spending bills that are largely for climate change and the woke agenda that are causing massive inflation. They report inflation around 5%. The reality is that's grossly underestimating the real inflation. Everybody knows when they go to the grocery store that the amount they're actually expending is substantially more than a 5% increase in what they spent a year ago. And in fact, um, 
you add in the gas price situation and people are hurting badly. In fact, most people are now losing on average between four and $5,000 per person if they're in the workforce and over $14,000 per family in the cost of inflation. It's an added tax on your existence. It's as if the federal government had increased taxation to grab another $14,000 from a family and $5,000 to $8,000 from a, an individual. So it's just a huge tax increase for most people. Then you add on their movement now to add so many IRS agents. They're the 83,000 IRS agents that the uh, legislation Biden signed into law uh, authorizes is now uh, taking effect with the hiring of IRS um, enforcement people. So you're ending up with a goal set by the administration to increase the audits that are being performed. And we anticipate that the auditing is going to re be reaching a huge number of people in the middle class. And so that movement is going to really hurt a lot of people who will have to spend money with their accountants and attorneys to defend themselves against these intrusive audits that are coming from the IRS. So we have, a, a, again, a class of folks out there that maybe mm -hmm. just getting by, maybe they're actually you know, you formerly considered fairly well off, are not going to be able to survive the collapse of the Federal Reserve note dollar via the inflation tax, in addition to uh, taxes that I think Biden and, by the way, Tim Kaine, completely in support of. Uh, again, he's going to have to run from this if he can. I don't think it's possible as you uh, hopefully one day will debate him. He supported the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, right? Which increased uh, inflation, of course. It was an inflationary bill. It was, mis it was purposefully misnamed so that they could en enhance the likelihood of its passage. It's total fraud. And he, of course, supported that. But that's what he cites to when you ask him, well, what have you done about inflation, Tim Kaine? He says, well, I supported the Inflation Reduction Act. That's all he can say. He's done yeah. increase inflation. There's not been a trillion plus bill that he's seen that he hasn't voted for. Yeah. Uh, what a disaster. But hey, great news. You're on the campaign trail. America, Save America, Bethesda, Maryland. Today, it looks like 7 p.m. Uh, I wish I could be there with you, my friend. Uh, I've got to head uh, to Florida. You know our friends at, at Natural Immunogenic Sovereign Silver there. Their mom, uh, Ruth Quinto, passed away recently. I'm going to go there for the memorial service and help them out. But I know they're also very supportive of you and your efforts to become the United States Senator of Virginia, the next one. And uh, again, my heart goes out to them, but also the excitement for the people of Virginia, the state, the Commonwealth, uh, for Jonathan Emord running out there. What's going on tonight in Bethesda? Well, there's a fundraiser there. <clears throat> but then in addition, Robert, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. So we have uh, a health freedom forum coming up on May the 8th. We have um, the advance, which is the Republican Party uh, um, meeting that is held in Richmond every year. The advance is coming up on the 21st, what is it? The 21st, 1st of April. Uh, we've got this on April 15th, the Monticello Council of Republican Women is having me speak to them. Uh, in Matthews County, I'm speaking at a fundraiser for a very fine woman, Tricia Stahl, who's running for the Board of Supervisors there. Uh, that's coming up on April 22. But there are a lot of things that they haven't posted yet on the site, which will be posted in the next few days, mm -hmm. that, that are coming up. We are having um, another um, 
uh, education, parents education forum. And we're also holding two additional uh, conservative breakfast club meetings in uh, Williamsburg and in uh, a nearby area there, New Yorktown. And uh, those are well attended, really wonderful events with good, strong supporters of us. So those are happening and we seem to be having um, invitation after invitation coming in. So we're really sorting through and trying to find, see if we can uh, schedule them as fast as we can. Yeah. But we're all over the state, Robert, and the reception, as you know, uh, has been super strong. When we did those rallies together, I thank you so much for being the MC. I mean, Robert was an incredible MC, everybody. I mean, he really did keep the whole program going well, and it was people loved it. And so, the, yeah. I mean, wasn't it fantastic? I mean, the singers, the 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 bagpipes, the I mean, it went on and on. And and I tell you, it was a beautiful event, and three in a row, and. And your daughter sang the national anthem, at least one of them, maybe two, but it, it was just so much fun to be there with everybody. And yeah. uh, really what I love is if they don't know you yet, Jonathan, and they watch you speak and they see you speaking from the heart and resonating with every cell in your body, the, that you, these are not just hollow words that you relate to folks. You have every, uh, the, your essence is like, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And there's no question about it. People come away like, that's what we want. That's what we need. Uh, I'm supporting Jonathan E. Moore. So you're, you're resonating in a way. And by the way, we played yesterday the uh, beautiful uh, clip. They, they kind of made a commercial of, of some of the things that were going on there. And it was like stirring. It was great. And we played that yesterday for the first time. It was, it was a lot of fun to see that because it brought all the memories back. And I see also you're going to Omaha, Nebraska, June 13th. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Liberty ladies are having me out there. That's an incredible group. Uh, mm -hmm. We're talking about some fantastic women from Nebraska and then also from Iowa. And they are, they had me out there about a year ago when my book uh, was out and uh, speaking there. And my goodness, it, it was fantastic. They're brilliant ladies in there, mm -hmm. really supportive. So I'm looking forward to coming out there. They're going to hold a fundraiser for me there. And I'm, I'm grateful. Oh, super. Like you said, any of them that you need me at, you just let me know if I'm not already somewhere else, I'm there for you. Uh, there's another article here that just came out, and I didn't see this before showtime, but apparently the FBI has arrested a Massachusetts Air National Guardsman, Jack Texera, in the probe of classified documents link. 21-year-old uh, revealed, I, I guess, uh, you know, uh, some sp spying issues or something. I think it might even link strategy associated with Ukraine and, 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 and Taiwan and China. Well, I believe he's the one who they um, are suspecting of... Uh, uh, having leaked all these classified documents, which have been coming out over the last several days. So he has been, uh, he violated, if, if indeed he is the right man and this is the right circumstance, so we're talking about a violation of the Espionage Act, which is one of the most significant breaches um, of intelligence in, in uh, information in our nation's history. I mean, he he revealed so much information that he's just forcing the intelligence community overseas to change its operations to protect the interests of operatives that were revealed in in the correspondence that he uh he provided to others so well what is it is there, is there any any information that that would be compromising uh, as far as you know as far as our dealings with ukraine russia and taiwan china i mean that could be very damaging although i don't have much faith in the strategies that exist right now in a woke pentagon 
Well, what this really shows is just how uh, ridiculous uh, the inadequacies are in our intelligence community's protection of information because we have some 2,900,000 people who have access to classified information. That's just ridiculous. The numbers need to be substantially reduced. And in, in addition, there needs to be a lot greater um, control over the documentation. I mean, this guy must have gone into uh, a, 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 a facility that was highly classified, uh, I mean, high, highly uh, protected, and obtained classified information, which he had to have then either copied or removed to his own home, whereupon mm. he copied it. And then apparently he communicated that information uh, to a small group that he had formed on, on, in social media. And they had limited access to that group, but he provided them apparently with all of this information. We're talking about kids who are supplied with the information. Mm -hmm. Many of them are teenagers who were his followers in this group. And, uh, you know, this is this is the kind of thing. He, he, it looks like he's trying to, with the information, he was trying to um, inflate his own ego or or try to make them think that he was a big big shot because he had access to secret information. But look, we've got to be able to have a much better control over classified information than that. I mean, if this guy obtained human intelligence data and was able to submit it to, to transmit it to other people, mm -hmm. obviously we are really missing the mark in protecting information of that sort from, from being revealed. So it, it, it's scary because our enemies see how, just how uh, vulnerable the system is. And that means that they're going to increase their activities to gain access to the information based on whatever they find out in the course of this. And uh, the biggest, but the biggest problem we have is two, two, two million nine hundred thousand people have access to uh, classified information in the United States. That's, that's insane. That's just too many people. Thinking about the word protection, how about protecting borders? Uh, this is an interesting uh, story. And, you know, since, since the Patriot Act, which was not patriotic, as you know, uh, the idea of ad addressing foreign threats, particularly, uh, there's a legitimacy in doing that and wanting to do that to protect America and the American people. But of course, we've seen how the Patriot Act has been used to be turned against the American people to spy on them. But uh, recently, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, designated cartels as terrorist groups like those south of the border, bringing drugs you know, through that are killing Americans. And we have a legitimate constitutional authority to protect our borders. And these people are indeed terrorists. If, you're, if there ever were any. So if there were an applicable way to address that, why are we still allowing our borders to be kind of sieves for anybody to come in, even these folks that are bringing these deadly drugs in? So by this gross dereliction of duty as commander-in-chief, the president of the United States has created the greatest national security nightmare in our history with open borders, terrorists coming through, the drug cartels, and the uh, the whole uh, influx of fentanyl, over 130,000 deaths last year. The number is supposed to increase by about 60% this year. It's a uh, planned, well-thought-out program of terrorism that is underway. So calling them a terrorist is indeed appropriate. They are terrorists. Uh, and using American military power to interdict them is, of course, critical because we've got to stop 
the flow of fentanyl into the country, we've got to stop the sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, the MS-13 gangs, 18th Street gangs, the arms trafficking going across. So we are in, this is a state of invasion by a foreign power. Now, the, the fault is Joe Biden's directly and substantially, and it's Alejandro Mayorkas's problem. Uh, he has lied to Congress under oath repeatedly about this, but in addition, he has orchestrated the greatest reduction in American defense of our nation and our history. He's removed any border protection. And so all of this is just a free-for-all that's destroying American lives and liberty and property. And it's, it's, it's causing massive increase in crime and it's causing a huge loss of life. Many people have been victimized by violent crime uh, as a result of this total dereliction of duty. So yeah, we need to, to build a wall, close the border. We need to also uh, not trust DHS, which has just been emasculated of anyone who's capable of defending the border in the, in the administration of it. And we need to instead trust in the states uh, that are border states that are committed, those border states that are committed to defending the border and increase their National Guard and increase their police by giving them block grants. I would defund DHS, increase the funding to the states so that they can protect the borders and have them invoke Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution, which is called the State Self-Defense Clause, which gives the states war powers if they're invaded and allow them to interdict, arrest, and eject illegal entrants mm -hmm. and also then use the, use the uh, power of the National Guard in conjunction with the United States military to interdict uh, the production and distribution of fentanyl from the cartels and to attack the cartels. Um, this has to be done uh, with precision, with, with care, uh, may require use of special forces, but these are enemies of the United States. They are intent on our destruction and they are appropriately categorized as terrorists. Well, they're they actively engaged in, in destructive acts and deadly acts. And, and you, you realize we are only at this point where we have to take these extraordinary measures because Joe Biden has been such a totally derelict president and has done nothing to defend the borders. Now, I will not just leave the blame on Joe Biden. You have to understand that people like Tim Kaine have been backing Biden 100 percent and have done nothing to call him on the carpet. His own party should be loudly and clearly condemning the opening of the borders to uh, foreign elements that are against our, our interests that want to destroy us. And they aren't even doing that. Well, so people like Tim Kaine have just simply refused to take any action against the president of the United States. And that's a dereliction of their duty. They owe a duty to the people of Virginia in the case of Kane, as well as the United States, in the case of Kane, to stand up to defend our rights and interests against the threat posed by this open border policy that is essentially giving our enemies carte blanche entry into the United States and inviting them to destroy our country. Not only are they doing that, but the bills that Kane has supported provide substantial funding for enabling illegal entrants into the country to go wherever they want in the country, to receive free Medicare, to receive free legal advice, to receive free health insurance, to receive free education, all at taxpayers' expense. You do this and you keep doing this, all it is is a massive invitation to enemies to come in and take advantage of us. You wanna see, if you wanna, let's say you have a, a uh, 
a chest in your house that contains gold and you advertise to, to everyone in, in uh, your neighborhood that you have this chest in your house in your basement that's filled with gold. And then you leave all your doors open. You leave them open. And then uh, not only that, you invite people in and tell them if they come in that they can have a free lunch and that they can also, if they get sick, you'll take care of them. You'll pay for their medical expenses. And if in addition, they want to keep coming into your house, you'll help them by giving them free education. You do this sort of thing, then what happens to the goal? What happens to the treasure of our country? Yeah, it's gone. What happens to your house? Mm, it's gone. What happens to your freedom? Well, you end up being on the outside of the house. They end up being on the inside. They possess your gold. They possess everything. And you've just forfeited your right uh, uh, over all this property. That's what they're trying to forcibly do to American citizens Jonathan, with this entry policy. You mentioned Article 1, Section 10. Are there any border state U.S. senators right now serving in the U.S. Senate that have uh, engaged in, in writing some kind of legislation along these lines that you propose that you would do if you were in there? No one, unfortunately. But I will. And that's the thing. We, we, we need smart solutions and we need quick action. We can't afford another two to three years of this. This will destroy our country. If we have this sort of thing going on for another two to three years, we will not recognize the United States. You think it's bad now with the inflation you're, we're experiencing? You think crime is bad now? You wait another two years of this? Can you imagine? I mean, if, if you thought that life uh, going into Washington, D.C., into Baltimore, into San Francisco, into Los Angeles, into New York is a dangerous proposition. You're absolutely right. Now imagine when it spreads to the suburbs, then when it spreads to other states and generally happens across the country, because that's what we are talking about. It's like we're witnessing the opium wars in reverse and they're uh, taking advantage of, of those like Biden that don't believe borders mean anything. Of course, under the law of nations, if you don't have a border, you don't have a nation. And we talk about these drug cartels. I mean, there are legitimate threats that are not future threats that are current and ongoing things that are happening. They're actually engaged in. And to declare these drug cartels, terrorist organizations or whatever we need to do to stop them, uh, it's the least we could do. I mean, how is it this been going on? And, and honestly, Jonathan, you know uh, from previous administrations, we're going back years or decades, in fact, that there's been elements of the drug cartels coming through our southern border situated within, you know, big cities like Chicago. And I remember when the Clinton administration was participating in, in, in funding and supporting these things. But I, I don't think there are many with clean hands there. But at this point, uh, it's not to say we don't look back and say, well, who screwed this up and hold them accountable? But we've got to do something right now or else on top of all the other threats that we've already talked about, the economic threats moving into recession or depression based on Fed policies of inflating the money supply to the point where it, it has no ability to purchase anything. Uh, I, I just went into the Ace Hardware this morning locally and I paid well, uh, for some things. I needed to do some repairs at home with goldbacks because I want people to begin to change their patterns of behavior so we're not so dependent on, a, uh, on an inevitably declining at least at this point, as the Fed Reserve policy has shown its willingness to destroy the value of the dollar every day. Yeah, I mean, Ron Paul had this right, uh, what, now three decades, four decades ago? Um, we cannot have human manipulation of the money supply with politically appointed individuals 
who pursue their own self-interest necessarily and result in a really a pilfering of your your money i mean inflation is nothing more than a new kind of tax on you atop existing taxation so what they're doing is when they play with the money supply what they're doing right now is restricting credit trying to reduce the amount of money that the government's massively spending into the economy as a counter to inflation. But what happens in fact is a double whammy. It's not only that you can't get a loan and this whole ESG thing is going to totally screw up mm -hmm. our economy even worse, substantially worse by having government direct what is a politically correct expenditure of, of loan money to politically correct and identified individuals. You get out of it. So, we're talking about a very hard time uh, loaning money and, and for people to borrow money. And then we're also talking about inflation running riot and the combination of the two, the restriction in the money supply while you also have rampant inflation is ruinous because you can't start a new business because you can't, if you're on a fixed income, you lose more and more money every, every year, every day. You end up with people who are on fixed income who are starving who have to determine whether or not they're going to take medication or buy food. You've got situation with people who are uh, in the lower economic echelons come trying to come up the ladder and then the ladder freezes. You don't have growth. Businesses can't invest. They don't have the money. They can't predict the economy. They don't know what the costs are going to be for the goods and services that they use uh, in making their products. So you end up with the housing industry shutting down. You end up with uh, interest rates for buying, uh, for mortgages going up. You end up with people who can't, you, you basically freeze out the economy. Now, let me tell you, uh, a free enterprise economy has to grow. If you don't allow a free enterprise economy to grow like this is doing, then you kill it. If you don't have upward GDP growth year after year, a free enterprise economy is not just stagnant, it's in decline. And so what they're doing is squeezing out the life's blood from the free enterprise economy through these policies. And this is all boneheaded because look, how many of us has been actually affected directly by federal expenditure over the last four years? Exactly. I don't hear any sound. Okay. Uh, very few. In fact, those who benefited the most from those expenditures are special interest groups of one kind or another but not the American people. The overwhelming majority of Americans who pay taxes, okay, in fact, almost all of them, have received no benefit whatsoever from the trillions of dollars that have been spent by the federal government. None. In fact, what they have only experienced is the cost of that wasteful spending, which means inflation. Now, every single person who's listening to this program and every single American has suffered from inflation every single American. The ones who suffer the most are the ones that people like Cain say they're most concerned about, which is not true. Otherwise, they wouldn't do this to us. That is the poor and the middle class. Well, the poor and the middle class are actually ab absolutely being walloped by inflation. And the middle class is being walloped not only by inflation, but if you wanted to start a new business, if you wanted to grow your business, mm -hmm. if you wanted to try to enter into a new line of business, every single alternative is, is affected by over-regulation, by the huge increase inflationary costs of what you need to do that. And then in addition, by the absence of available money uh, from lending sources, 
because of the massive federal programs engineered by the Fed to restrict the money supply as an effort to uh, moderate inflation. So, I mean, it is an absolute vicious thing. The only people who benefit from this are the ones who are on top already. So if you're already at the top of the economic uh, king, you know, uh, uh, mountain, you end up benefiting immeasurably from government efforts that restrict the money supply because competitors find it so hard to get into your market. Yeah, well, overregulation, you benefit from high inflation if you're on the top of it all. So what is this doing? At the same time that people like Tim Kaine say that these policies are actually reducing the disparities between rich and poor, they're actually exacerbating them tremendously because they're crushing the middle class and because they're destroying economic opportunity. Richard Mayberry in his economic books talked about those who touch the money first get the full benefit before it's devalued by the time it reaches everyone else. And even the poorest among us that may be living solely on the largesse of taxpayers via uh, various welfare uh, schemes, uh, can never get enough from the government, you know, because the value of that dollars that the government is giving you for free is not buying you the things you need or you thought was going to be provided to you. So on every level outside of the club, uh, the insiders like, uh, uh, you know, we've you, you just mentioned uh, everybody else is, okay. is, is, is harmed. Uh, another thing uh, as well, all the money that, you know, you may contribute and throw, throw into the government is being used to abuse you. And uh, one of our favorite agencies, three-letter agencies, the FDA, is part and parcel to that. And we look at, uh, it's interesting, too, how the executive branch, whoever's in charge of it, uses the FDA or other oligarchical agencies as battering rams for political gain or to benefit those with the economic wherewithal to buy the influence, basically, to capture those agencies. We have uh, Representative Thomas Massey now. Uh, is, and the Judiciary Committee launching a probe into the reports that the Biden administration pressured the FDA over COVID booster approval, despite the fact that it's coming out, things we've been pointing out throughout the last three years, the science was never there to support the uh, authorization and approval of these dangerous experimental injections, much less boosters. The FDA, which is what? Already a captured agency that might have had some people within it toe tapping on this going, whoa, this is even beyond our ability to go. Yeah, let's approve it. And the Biden administration being involved intricately, apparently, to the pharmaceutical uh, beneficiaries, if you will, that pushed for this uh, approval. Yeah, um, it, it probably comes as no surprise to everybody who's listening to this program that the White House exercised undue influence over the FDA and the whole COVID thing to push the vaccines, push the the uh, uh, boosters, um, but really, it's not really undue influence. What it really is, is the reality of the politics that run the FDA. The FDA is not a independent scientific organization. It is a political organization that runs science at the agency for the purpose of advancing a political agenda. That's the truth. That's the way it always is. This is nothing new. The fact that the administration would weigh in and say, hey, look, we want you to promote uh, the rapid approval of boosters and other things, not a surprise either. And in fact, they always weigh in on what they want one way or another when it affects a large number of, of people in this country and they want to have a say. Here it was a national policy, CDC, uh, the White House, FDA, and HHS all working in tandem together. Uh, in order to do this. So 
what we end up with is, you know, this disaster, right, mm -hmm. of uh, uh, the government pursuing a political agenda, which was to demand as best they could 100% vaccination and to minimize as much as they could through censorship, any criticism of the vaccine, any information that was adverse about the vaccine safety or efficacy. And so you ended up with a government controlled marketplace of information and a severe government control limitation to what you could receive in treatment to essentially the vaccine. Because their whole goal was 100% vaccination. That was a political call and it was based on false information. Yeah. And it ended up even so just like all politics, you got somebody who takes a position that's unfounded and they put their whole political career on it. You got someone like Biden. The vaccine is it. Right. And so Biden puts his whole political career on that. And he goes along with the censorship and the suppression of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and any other alternative to mass vaccination. Well, then the vaccine ends up busting, a balloon that bursts, and you end up with this whole reality that, gee, the vaccine won't prevent you from getting COVID. Gee, the vaccine does not prevent you from transmitting the disease. Gee, the vaccine is not uh, a cure-all fixed to this. Gee, the vaccine has adverse effects associated with it. Gee, some people even died when they took the vaccine, and on and on and on. And then, uh, Children don't need the vaccine. And the whole idea that they somehow need the vaccine is so overblown and false. Kids have great uh, experience uh, surviving COVID. It's not a wonderful thing, but they, they survive it oftentimes having few symptoms. And in addition, they get fulsome immunity. Then the whole lies about uh, immunity. They said that natural immunity was not equal to vaccinated immunity. The vaccinated immunity was superior. This is totally false. I mean, the science had never supported that. They made assumptions about it. Then they lie to you further. They say, if you're vaccinated, you're going to have less severe symptoms than if you're not vaccinated. Well, they can't make that determination. Every single person is biologically different. Mm -hmm. How they will receive and react to spike proteins in nature or from the vaccine is going to vary from person to person. Marxist medicine, collectivist medicine. I mean, the, the corruption of the doctor patient relationship where we saw where it was succeeding, the doctors, despite all the prohibitions were the good ones. Anyway, we're saying, Hey, I'm going with what's succeeding here to save the life of my patient and what they want, as opposed to, you know, what the FDA, CDC, WHO, et cetera, said, check this article out. Talk about our favorite FDA. The commissar from FDA currently uh, is now Dr. Robert Califf. And he says, we need more power the FDA. We need more power to what? To keep people from being harmed by what? Not the COVID jabs, not remdesivir, not ventilators, not mandatory everything, but misinformation. Yeah, it, misinformation is actually information. The government calls information misinformation based on the govern the person in power's perception of the relative worth of the information. So what is this? This is nothing more than classic censorship that the First Amendment forbids. What he's endorsing is more censorship. That's what he's endorsing. He's going to be the, the one who decides what is truthful and what is not. 
Wouldn't you rather have a wide open, robust debate in which we accept the maturity of Americans mm -hmm. that they can evaluate for themselves what's in their own best interest and allow them to receive all the information and make their own individual judgments? That's what the First Amendment requires. Instead, what he wants is a system where you only get access to information that government proctors have determined is appropriate for you. And that's based on an elitist paternalistic view, which he has, that the government knows better than you do what's in your own best interest. And oh. they're much better positioned to tell you what information you, you will misuse. In other words, they assume that if you receive information that's false, that you will be swept away by it and you will misuse it in the sense mm -hmm. that you will hurt yourself. Well, the reality is that a wide open, robust debate is the best way to ferret out truth. And the reality is no one has a monopoly on truth, not Caliph, not any other government. And, and if you rely on government to censor, you get a political view that is authorized by the state and any dissent from it is eliminated. So what do you get? You get no innovation. You get no real debate. You get no advancement. We built our whole country on freedom. We built our, staked our all on the concept that individuals are intelligent enough to decide for themselves what's in their own best interest if they're only well enough informed. And that the role of government is zero when it comes to policing information. How we far do that individually, not the government. We're sovereign. We make our own decisions. We don't give up our sovereignty to the government and say, oh, you know, I'm not going to make this decision because it's kind of hard for me to decide. No, but they're treating us like artificial. Abandonment of your freedom. Yeah. They, they treat us as if we are artificial creations of the state. Again, that's a, a corporation. Right. We realize that's not a human being. Of course, there may be human beings engaged in business through the corporate uh, uh, structure. But right now they're teaching us that we are subjects to the state and that we get rights from the state, which are not rights. They're privileges uh, by virtue of what club we're in or not in. And, you know, in this case, it's like, what is the Biden administration? And let's just say Democrats at large learned about censorship. No, Robert, I, I have to apologize, but I must now boogie like a mad daddy. Oh, we're out. It's 42 minutes. It went so fast, Jonathan. I know. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I got to go. I, I apologize. Robert, I really apologize to you because I know I'm leaving you in the lurch. But no, you are we're okay. Jonathan, go, go get him in Bethesda. I wish I could be there with you, man. My you buddy. bet. Love you. Take care. All right, All right, my buddy. That's Jonathan Emort, Sacred Fire of Liberty edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. He's heading to Bethesda. If you're listening in the D.C. area, uh, meet him there. And you can go to emord4va.com and find the upcoming events tab and see where he's going to be and you can support him. But you can support him from a distance as well. Uh, every little bit helps. And I was, you know, raising this issue as, as he had to leave. Uh, the FDA commissioner saying, yep, we've got to stop misinformation. As Jonathan points out, all information is information. Who's in the, who rules determines what is or is not misinformation whether that's reality or not, it becomes de facto reality if we grant those uh, in power more powers than they should have, than are enumerated in the Constitution, for instance. And so my point in going after right now the political left and anybody on the political right that engages in this will get my ire as well, is censorship. Censorship used to be anathema to those people on the left. They said it's only the, the, the right, the conservatives, the Christians, they want to censor everything. Well, it turns out the opposite. It's flipped on its head. And when it comes to the free flow of information, who's calling for the suppression 
of freedom of speech. Uh, you answer that question, you get back to me on that. And if and again, if there's a Republican doing it, yeah, not a, not a friend of mine. So what they're arguing is what we saw the other day in the in the story of from the World Vaccine Congress. Everything that they're engaged in doing is not engaging in debate, discussion, uh, let's say convincing you via the scientific uh, establishment. Here, look at this article. It's uh, none of that. The only thing that they say is we can't get our stories or our quote unquote science to land for the public. So therefore, we need to do better at suppressing the speech of others with whom we disagree. And so what we have is an FDA that shouldn't exist, at, uh, certainly in the way it was. It, well, at the original uh, starting point, Harvey Wiley and the uh, Pure Food Act, Act uh, was something that you could say, yeah, it's not a bad idea to stop anybody that's, uh, let's say, poisoning the water hole or the food supply or diminishing the nutritional content. That's an affront to all Americans, all, all humans, because it's, it's going to weaken them and then make them vulnerable and susceptible to guess what? A modern medical monopoly that does not nourish them or their bodies or minds or spirit, but poisons them by suppressing symptoms that manifest in the absence of uh, correct nutrition or the proliferation of toxicological burdens. So if he says, hey, man, there's a real need for better regulation in how we deal with health misinformation on the Internet. When we see people being harmed, it's a complete disconnect from reality because people have been harmed because of the things the FDA has done. The CDC has done and said the World Health Organization has done is the media that parrots the press releases from the pharmaceutical church that owns and controls this country and many of the Western countries of the world. So the FDA says the reason we're, we're not living long anymore is because of misinformation. Tell me what is the FDA doing to promote good health? Good. Point out something that they're doing. Are they engaged in promoting better sanitation, sewage and hygiene even? I mean, if you want to argue something that they might do sort of well once in a while is they press release out, hey, there's been a uh, an incident at a particular place we inspect in some state that uh, we caught maybe a month after it happened. Hey, there's listeria and lettuce. And like, you don't, you don't you think a state agency could have done that better, being closer on the ground to the manufacturing processes if they, uh, you know, went awry temporarily? Or if there are ongoing issues, again, I, can we can we survive without an FDA? Hell yeah, we can. The FDA is responsible for approving that which is now the third leading cause of death, arguably the first and the second, because those drugs that they approve contribute to cancer and heart disease. Not just treat cancer and heart disease, but contribute to it. Just stunning, folks. And and if again, if you claim to be a Democrat today. Unless you're supporting Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., his interesting candidate, if there ever wants one, who knows a lot about the history of these United States and his family has lived it and, 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 and been killed by some of the aberrations within it via the, the deep state or what we call CIA, NSA activity when you don't go along with their terroristic agenda, both foreign and domestic. Yeah, we got problems of our own in the United States. I don't doubt that. I don't d dispute that. I don't hide from it. We're pointing it out. Much like tomorrow, I've got a, a great guest um, from Israel, on the ground in Israel, who we've had on Shai Danone, and I'd love for you to take some time to listen to our interview tomorrow because it goes into, in fact, you know, problems within the Israeli government too, that we conflate the people of Israel, much like we might conflate the people of America as being 
fully in, engaged and responsible for the activity of, of the government that we have little or no control over other than to withdraw consent, withdraw support, and start living differently. And yes, occasionally putting someone good like Jonathan Emord into office and other candidates we may point out, and even you know the intrigue that I have with watching Robert F. Kennedy Jr. run for the United States presidency to disrupt the, 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 the Democrat agenda. He's, yeah, he's, dude, he knows some stuff. He, he's lived through some stuff. He's not naive about these things. And I will be, you know, very intent to uh, follow what he's doing and get him back on the Robert Scabell show, talk to him about some of these things as well. But you look at the FDA and the head of the FDA, the commissar saying, yep, that's what we need to do is engage in more censorship. Weren't they caught red-handed in the COVID last couple of years? establishing censorship boards and realizing, Ooh, I don't think we have the authority to do so. That's unconstitutional. First amendment doesn't allow for that. Did they, did they try to do it anyway? Yeah. Are they still trying to do it? Yeah. Why can't they be fired for insubordination against the constitution? I know that would be asking a lot, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But we have a, a president that can't even figure out the name of a sports team or a paramilitary group on his tour of Ireland. Embarrassed much yet at all? What is he doing? Playing with little airplanes as he's talking to people in Ireland? And he, I don't even understand what, what was going on here, except that he's apparently uh, conflating a national sports team with a notorious 20th century paramilitary group. Does anybody have any intelligence for this man to spout out in his administration that he would make such a ridiculous statement? Do we have a clip on this? Right here. <laughs> was a hell of a rugby player. And they beat the hell of a black and tan. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but. Did it stop? Black and tan. Well, I stopped it because we don't need to listen to the rest of it. But okay. that, that was it. Apparently, he was, he was talking about a rugby player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Irish rugby player Rob Kearney. Yeah, and he he uh, mistakenly um, called the uh, one of the teams there the wrong. Well, New Zealand's team is, is the All Blacks. That the that all is Blacks. Blacks. So, you know so that. In the All Blacks, he said the Black and Tans. Now, uh, forgive me for not knowing my history uh, when it comes to Ireland. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. I don't know if I was taught that in school or not. But apparently, the Black and Tans were a paramilitary group that was made up, I think, part, at least partly out of uh, Brits. Yeah. <laughs> in uh in Ireland. So um dude, this and this guy says he wants to run for elect re-election. I don't know and where the, he, and, and know. the Democrats are not rebelling. Well, you know, I don't know that they are or they aren't. Um I know there's been grumbling. Yeah. And there's things that are said behind the scenes and, and it comes out a little bit every once in a while. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about, you know, just the polling. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were majority uh, did not want him to run, but yeah. apparently, I guess something has changed here recently. Where now it's at least the the narrative is that they're behind him now. So yeah, if he wins, he'll end up being, I think, the oldest president that we've had. Yeah, but he's already, I don't know, barely alive, at least cognitively. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't matter because, as you know, the president gets to become president, and then he's taken behind closed doors, a little secret room off the Oval Office, and shown every angle of the uh kennedy assassin here's, here's the thing. if he doesn't run then who you know who would who would who would what who are we going to end up with i mean robert f kennedy jr 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Well, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to try and foist another um, <laughs> prisoner or should be prisoner, uh, the governor of California on it, Newsom. Yeah, I don't think he's declared yet, but apparently he's doing, he's, he's making the rounds. So it's possible, yeah. that, but I don't see him winning either. He's no, got some baggage. I mean, look at the history. I mean, come on. Look all of these, way. all of these, even Democrats are going to have to run against their COVID policies. And they're not they're not capable of doing so. Resume. Yeah. I mean, how great is California? Boy, you've done a great job with California, Newsom. Good mm-hmm. job. Let, let's let's use that as the model is how we're going to the to to how the United States is going to look uh, under your watch. Yeah. I mean, come on. There, there's no right. way to do some. Come on, man. <laughs> wow. Anyway. All right. Yeah, so let's hey. talk about something you wanted to you. You, t- you brought to my attention this morning. Yeah, I, do we have that link in the show notes today, Super D? I will put it. Okay, I want to, I want to make sure that it, it ends up there because this is a you know, we remember the Great Barrington Declaration. Yeah, um, and that was a significant step to go. Hey, you know what? Not all medical doctors, scientists, people are in lockstep on on COVID narratives and COVID policies. And there's another step in that direction now. After the fact, after COVID, so far. Well, I think it's climbing by the minute, but um, we have this uh, uh, link at iPetitions. It's the Great Leicester Declaration. Of course, for those of you who don't know the, the town in England, Leicester, we say in America, but it's Leicester. Um, nearly 200, probably more as we go. Health and freedom and truth-seeking doctors and individuals wor- worldwide. Okay, The Great Le- uh, Leicester Declaration. And it goes like this, and I think it's worth a read. So you guys can ponder this and feel like maybe you want to participate and sign on to this and share this with your friends, right? It is worth the time to take here to do this. By the way, we have uh, Dr. Shane and Liz Watt coming up in hour two. We'll talk about the Be Healthy Utah event and other upcoming events that are wonderful uh, pending. The Great Lester Declaration is medical professionals, scientists, public health specialists, professionals in non-medical fields, and citizens. We are concerned by the unacceptably high number of observed adverse events and deaths in people after receiving the COVID vaccine and the medical community's denialism of vaccine injury and vaccine-related death. We feel this is an injustice as the effect of vaccine injuries on ordinary individuals and families can be devastating. We believe that for medicine and public health institutions to retain the trust of the public as guardians of health, there need to be, and here's a a numbered list, and bear with me, I think, it again, I don't do this often to read through something like this, but I want you to hear it and then go to the link here in the show notes at robertscottbell.com uh, today, April 13th, when we're first making this link available to you. One, there needs to be one, formal recognition by the medical community about the risks of vaccine-related injury and death. Two, public health resources devoted to increased research on the etiology of and risk reduction of vaccine-related injury and death. Three, Increased transparency on vaccine safety and cost-benefit analysis done for public health recommendations, including access to raw data, underlying clinical studies, and other evidence that health authorities use as a basis for national health policy for review and replication by independent researchers and scientists. Number four, proper redress is given to and an end to gaslighting by the medical community for the individuals and families with life-altering adverse effects after COVID vaccine receipt. Number five, 
the repeal of COVID vaccine mandates and a renewed formal commitment to the medical ethical precept of informed consent in light of serious risks. Number six, broader view and more consideration are given to established protocols, innovative treatments, and the recognition of natural immunity for mitigating infectious diseases. Now, I, I don't find much problematic with the those first six. In fact, I'd be happy to sign on to them. I know we can get into the weeds of, you know, who's going to pay for this and whatever, because I'm not a big fan of public health agencies. I don't know that they can be reformed. But to put this out there and to sign on to it doesn't mean that you're endorsing, uh, you know, a specific expenditure bill, right? We're already spending too much. But to redirect and to help them, if it's possible, to acknowledge that that we have lived through a disastrous course of public health policies rooted not in science at all, but in pharmaceutical, economic, and political agendas. And so as you go through this, you may feel so inclined, you don't have to be a doctor or scientist to sign on to this. But I would urge you to take this seriously, read it. If you feel so inclined, sign it and share it. And, And I will, and it's got a lot of links at the end, hyperlinks at the end if you want to review them as well. You can make comments on this page as well. But you know better now. If you didn't, you do now. Question is, will you do better? And this might encourage some to do better. And it's not like, you know, one thing is the only thing. The Great Barrington Declaration uh, didn't immediately save us from a lot of the disasters during the COVID years, but it certainly uh, gave access to, to, you know, uh, to beat a little bit down on that narrative that was so wrong for some people. So it saved some. And even if it saves one, is that not worth it? So the iPetitions website is linked up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com, and it's basically called the Great Lester Declaration, the Great Lester Declaration, and we'll share it. And Super Don, if you don't mind sharing it on our social media, I know you don't have enough to do, but <laughs> something I, I think it's worth, worthwhile, excuse me, worthwhile putting out there. No worries. Right. We'll do. Also tomorrow on Friday's edition of the of Robert Scott Bell Show, Ula Tinsley. Our lovely Ula, co-host of The Preacher and the Polish Girl, will join me. We'll talk about fasting, uh, a lot of things. And our good friend Lori Harvey is likely going to stop by as well. And she's she's amazing. What a wonderful golden heart she is. A great supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And she lost her husband a little over a year ago. And we're going to talk a little bit about that experience and how, um, you know, forgiveness, love and forgiveness plays a huge role in so many of these, uh, you know, life experiences. Uh, that can be devastating, but um, we pray in the end can be uplifting and you know consciousness expanding, if you will. We can't control everybody, but we certainly control our ability to forgive others, and that's something very important for our journey as we go forward here. So uh, I also want to say thanks to uh, Babri, Bobri, <laughs> Aubrey Oren, and uh, Folium PX. If you don't know this, I've been you know sharing the story, but since my mom got on it, you know when she was eight, late eighty eight. To early 89 years of age. Uh, she had been suffering through the COVID years with or without COVID. We don't even know because she wasn't get a test. She wasn't stupid enough to get a test. Sorry for anybody that got a test. I'm, I'm not calling you stupid. There might've been coercion, but let's be honest about the tests. They're bogus. They shouldn't exist. Uh, and, and I say that because they're not valid tests. And now that the EUA is uh, gone, uh, well, let's say the emergency is gone. There should be no, no EUA for these uh, COVID tests. But the Folium PX, the Folium products, the super antioxidant, we got the Folium PX, we got the Folium PX, that's the antioxidant, we got the Folium PX Immuno, and we got the Folium PX Relax. These three products are extraordinary, and you can get 10% off using the code RSB10. And if that doesn't work, just reach out to them. 
and Bobbery will take Bobbery will take care of you to make sure that happens. And we have a lot to account for. We have a lot of oxidative stress to uh, reverse. And this is this is pretty profound in what it can do. And it's helping mom to sleep better, to have better energy, go back out on the dance floor as well. Um, yeah, some of us took the test at home, Dawn. What test? A spit test? Another phony test? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, all of these tests are meant to what? Capture you, to ensnare you. It's like a wide net to go, aha, we got you. Don't participate. And uh, then they can't ensnare you. Of course, they'll try to limit your freedom to move about the American cabin, much less the the, the global cabin, if they have their way through digital currencies, central bank digital currencies, digital IDs as well. So we got a lot to do to put a stop to this mess, including putting Jonathan E. Moore in the U.S. Senate and including, of course, nullifying anything that comes your way that is not appropriate, honorable, lawful, constitutional, etc. You have no obligation to fund your captures or your capture. And with that, Super D, anything else before we take a break? I don't think so. We'll yeah. be back after the short break here, and we should have uh, Dr. Shane and Liz Watt with us. Yeah, and more. Lots lots more to do. What are we going to talk about when we come back? Uh, well, here, I, I got it on the list. You sent yeah. it to me. What is it? What this is, is it? about uh, younger U.S. women saying flu and COVID jabs are not safe for use during pregnancy. <gasps> Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Better, better call Robert Califf. Yeah. Yeah. More misinformation. He's going to have to censor. Right now. That's not happened. Yes, Don. I know it was quote unquote mandatory and that was wrong. And again, this is what Jonathan E. Mord could do a little no, bit at the federal level. It was what she's talking about there. It's like, you know what? You're going to make me do it. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah, I'll do it. I my can way. respect that. I did it my way. That's All right, y'all. Let's uh, do it your way, too. But come on back. It's mandatory. No, it's not. You have the freedom not to. But come on. You'll want to hang out with my friends, Dr. Shane and Liz Watt and the Be Healthy Utah event that's coming up next weekend, 21st, 22nd of April. Uh, it, it's exciting. Uh, and I was at some pre, pre-meeting events, and it is dynamic. It's energetic. A lot of new folks are joining in. And if you had fun last year, you're going to even have a better time this year. So get ready for that and a whole lot more on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where I remind you that the power to heal is yours. All right, remember the deal's expiring tomorrow, Super Don. Trinity School of Natural Health Founders Day Week specials. Uh, discounts on uh, many of their programs, including the CNHP and CHHP programs. Lectures on demand. Um, Trinity swag, great stuff, as well as, uh, well, this is an opportunity for you to partake in an education, body, mind, and spirit that is well needed. And that includes those of you who are already doctors to expand into iridology, into homeopathy, into naturopathy, and all of these things. And uh, even if you have no background in it, you can start off with a health coach program and you will learn. You'll be impressed by what you learn. Pretty extraordinary. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, you know, like I say, Let me say, uh, expires tomorrow, the 14th, for those of you listening or watching live. Take advantage of those specials. And other specials. There's a special link at robertscabell.com so you can see all the discounts, discount codes you get for the various things we utilize here, including Energy Bits, clean, uh, very clean, super clean, validated with third-party tested, clean chlorella and spirulina, energybits.com, RSB20 gets you 20% off. Of course, our friends at Nutritional Frontiers, 
and their wondrous products, including the inner DMG that I'm using every day as a lozenge to counteract any inadvertent exposure to glyphosate, as well as having other immune benefits. Uh, the, all of these things, 15% off this month, allergy and gut health solutions are discounted and you can double dip with the code RSB 15, uh, and take advantage of that. Also, uh, next weekend, we got Shane and Liz Watt coming on in a few minutes, uh, to the Be Healthy Utah event. I believe my friends from, well, you know, it cardio miracle going to be with me there at the event, uh, John Hewlett, Stan Graham, and you'll be able to try the new formula, uh, with no erythritol and it's awesome and get plugged into the uh, wonderful formula that is Cardio Miracle that I drink every day. And last week, I won the challenge of the week again at 57. Joking with you, Super Don, because, and my wife, she gets on me. She's like, you and my wife. Sometimes I, well, I won't say anything, but you both are like, why can't you just say your age? Well, it's like, for me, it's fun. I play, you know, we have fun with that. But yes, uh, I'm proud to say that at, at this age of this body, I'm doing things that are pretty extraordinary in the gym, you know, defeating 30-somethings and 20-somethings at the challenge of the week. And I don't win every week. That's not, And I'm not even intending to. But it's kind of cool when you do. And I, I blame uh, Cardio you're Miracle. You're without even trying. Yeah, uh, I blame uh, Cardio uh, Miracle. Yeah, that's not bragging at all, is it? Uh, no, I try. But uh, there are certain things where I'm like, no. You, you're I didn't go to the gym this week, and I still won. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, RSB is the discount code there, but you all can try it there. As well as I'll have a lot of samples from my friends at – uh, sovereign silver and sovereign copper. I'll be speaking on Friday afternoon. That's the twenty uh, first. Again, we'll get into the details of that. Yeah, with remember, twenty is the discount code there for sovereign silver. And yeah, you can get great discounts as well there. But I want to plug you into the things that make me strong, really healthy, uh, and recovered. You know, a health that I didn't have for the first twenty four years of my life, and all of those things I share with you here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Now, one of the things I share with you is the danger of accepting the narrative coming from FDA on anything that they approve or even give emergency use authorization for. And there's a recent survey out of the University of Minnesota is po uh, posting this, and we have the link in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. It's a survey, and it says many younger U.S. women say flu and COVID vaccines are not safe in pregnancy. And they would be right. Of course, uh, the challenge, the challenge is how do you defeat the narrative? that says, why is John Hewlett trying to call me? I'm on the air. <laughs> He's funny. I, mean, I, met, I mentioned John's name and he suddenly calls like I'm not on the air. You can give him our link if you want, but uh, uh, we'll get back to him. But it, uh, on this not safe for pregnancy scenario, uh, I think this is a very important aspect of how do you know it's safe and effective? For instance, when it comes to the COVID jabs, did they ever test it on pregnant women? Did they ever test it on lactating women? I think they excluded that. And they even in the initial phases of the COVID jab test didn't even have as a parameter of observation female-specific manifestations. That is, are there any aberrant changes to your menstrual cycle at all? Didn't even think to put that in there as a parameter. Can you say unscientific? Now, these are the things that were covered in the documentary film that is free to watch for everybody around the world called Utah Safe and Effective. UtahSafeAndEffective.org, and you'll see the conflicts of interest, the poor scientific methods that were engaged in. In other words, the scientific method in many cases was abandoned in the study of these COVID jabs. And when we talk about the flu shot, whether it has the mercury preservative known as thimerosal in it, which the uh, multi-dose containers, do, do, they have still the mercury in it. 
the unit dose vials, right? The single use, they say they are mercury free. They are not because the subcomponents in the flu shot do contain the mercury preservative, the Marisol, and are not fully washed out, if you will, of the finished product. It might be less, but there is no safe amount of mercury to inject. There's no safe amount of mercury to inject into. Hold on here a second. Hey, you know, yeah, I know you do, but I'm on the, I'm on the air. I'm going to show everybody you're calling me right now. Everybody's watching John Hewlett on the Robert Scott Bell show, calling me while I'm live on the air. On your great, great, uh, the upcoming meeting in Salt Lake City. Oh, you know about this? Be healthy. I'm speaking of be healthy. With I, you. I thought your ears were burning because I just talked about you and then you called. I'm listening to you. Okay. To you. So just tell everyone that Cardio Miracle is better than any prenatal vitamin they could ever take. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> Look at Jonathan. Uh, look at, look at, John, we, we, look, John Hewlett is there and, uh, uh, we're going to see, are you going to, you're definitely going to be there with us. I'm speaking on Friday. Oh, awesome. As am I. So we're going to have a big reunion at the be healthy Utah event. You so, probably should have known that Robert, what's wrong with you? Well, you know what? I, I did know that, but John, you know what? We, we've thought you were at events before <laughs> and you didn't come. So I just wanted to be sure. No, I'm coming to that one. And then I will see you also in Nashville. So. Oh, sweet. So we have some reunions coming. John Hewlett, my brother, Cardio Miracle. Y'all check it out and indulge when you get there this next weekend, the 21st and 22nd of October. No, not October. It's April. Yeah, it's April. April. <laughs> I love the right. white container too, don't you? Yeah, we love the new container and new formula, John. Thank you. All right. See ya. That was funny. He was, he, he knew I was on the air. We should have, you know, I mean. If you want to, he was calling. Anyway, if you want to send him the link, go ahead. Otherwise, I, I want to talk to Shane and yeah. uh, Liz. Oh, well, uh, you know, I, actually, I talked with him yesterday. He called me and oh, we had yeah, a conversation okay. and we said all kinds of nasty things about you and behind your back. <laughs> um, As well, you should. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get him on the show here soon because it's been a while. Yeah. No, we miss him. We had him on. But he's a busy guy, and I'm like, you know, as much as I go, come on, John. Let's, but the fact that he's going to be at the Be Healthy Utah event, that's worth the price of admission right there, uh, in addition to what Shane and Liz Wad have put together. And there's a lot of people coming to join us, and I can't wait to hear a little bit more about it with Dr. Shane and Liz Watt. Right now, heading into Be Healthy Utah, The well, this is going to be amazing, 21st and 22nd of April. That's the next Friday and next Saturday, a two-day event. And uh, Shane, Liz, you with us? We, we are. are. We're here. In tandem. I love it. Good to see you guys. Uh, you know, I, I, I was mentioning one of the pre-meetings I was able to attend with you guys. It was when you asked how many people had attended or been part of, you know, either exhibit or spoke at a previous uh, Be Healthy Utah event. And it was the majority of the room. I was like, I was stunned to see so many new folks coming out to this event. And I figured this is a part of what we're coming out of with the COVID crazy few years we've been through that people are more hungry than ever for this information, want to participate, want to engage, and want to get together. So thank you for providing this venue for us. Ah, we appreciate all that you're doing um, in helping the natural world, you know, understand how to get and stay well naturally in a better way. You know, you were just talking to John, and we appreciate Cardio Miracle because they're one of our sponsors this year. Mm -hmm. You know, it without companies like that and just ingredients, you know, Carl mm -hmm. and call, we yep. have several other Redmond, 
Good Earth, several other great companies are now seeing the vision of what we're trying to do in educating the people that, hey, there are other options out there. Nice. Come listen and learn, and you'll be able to walk out of the conference with so much information and things that you can do on your own at home, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is something that, uh, as I say, if you have an opportunity to be at this event or any of these events I participate in or promote, uh, you will be blessed by going out of your comfort zone. You know, you're like, oh, I want to stay home. I want to do this. These day, these things don't happen every day. And as we see, there are entities, whether it be governmental or otherwise, that don't want us to get together. And, you know, you guys were trying to put this on even during the COVID year and it, it, they made it impossible. Right. We had, we had two or three canceled for sure. I mean, and I'm just, I don't know if they're going to, probably they're going to try and cancel others in the future. I'm thinking while you have the opportunity, show them that you're not afraid. And I know the people that listen to the show are not. And I think the people that are wanting to come to the be healthy Utah event are not anymore. They're just sick of the, the you know, the shutdowns, the lockdowns and all of that. And look, even if you want to wear a mask, you're still going to be welcome. You know, maybe there are reasons we don't know why you'd want to, but by, by all means, you are free. To, all of you are free to come. It's a, it's an inclusive place. It's not one where we say we don't like you. You don't get to come. We want everybody in there to learn, to become empowered. And as we go through some of the list of speakers, you've got a lot on, on Friday. Of course, I'll be speaking at 3.15 p.m. local time right after my broadcast because I'll be broadcasting live from the show that day. And just after the show, I'll go up on stage and uh, John Hewlett from Cardio Miracle is going to be there. Others that you've invited to speak. I mean, there's some great speakers. For sure. So, and, you know, and there's not only great speakers. We also have interactive classes. We have food demonstrations. We have probably 140 booths already. There's a lot that's going on there. And, you know, the thing is about this conference is you can notice it as soon as you walk in. The vibration in that room is so high because everybody there wants to learn. Mm -hmm. They are there and they're just trying to gobble up as much as they can. And, you know, it, to be able to put on a conference like this, a lot of times we go to things and it, and it can be kind of draining. You know, two days, it's a long event, but here it's, it goes by so quickly because there's so much going on and so much information and so much that people really want to learn. Well, and it's not just, as you point out, just the lectures, but interactive, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, you want to do a uh, yoga class, you want to yeah. do a meditation class, you want to try it, you know, a Kijong class. We have all these things that are going on. And then we have the food demos because one of the hardest things we all know, the food is the basics of health, right? I mean, that's what really, if you're going to change your health, you got to change your food. And so, but the, it's hard. It's hard to quit taking stuff out of a box because now you have to learn how to cook. And so we have these classes that are teach, will teach us some basic things on, on all different varieties of how to do things. Mm -hmm. And we just try to create this platform so people can just come and learn and they can walk away and go, you know what? I can do X, Y, Z to have so I can help myself get better. And a lot of our vendors, most of the people that are there that are that are either speaking, that are vending, they're doing what they're doing because they had health issues. Yeah. And the thing that they're promoting is the thing that kind of helped them. And like Liz was saying, we have over we'll have approximately 140 different vendors and you, you talked about that a lot of people raised their hand. Last year we had about 100 at our first one in 2019 we had 40. So it's, it's really growing. We've created the place. Now we just yeah. need to fill it with people. And that's well, you the guys, thing. And you guys can seriously, 
hats off. I mean, you already, you already have your chiropractic practice. That's hard enough to maintain to go in and go, you know what, let's make a big event every year to have people. It's like, that's not easy at all. And it relies no. upon so much. And, uh, there's been a lot of participation this year, more so than I've seen before, including folks sending out invitations. And of course, we're going to be giving away some free tickets between now and, uh, awesome. the actual event. So right. I, I forget the super Don, you, we know how to give those things away. They just got to send us the request and, uh, we will get, uh, like some kind of code or something that they'll, uh, what would you, what would you say? Send to Shane and Liz, it'll activate it. How does it work? No, no. So what the, the way you do it is you, you can, you can share the code. Or, or share, I don't know how, how you want to do it, but there will be a code and they'll go to the website. And with that code on the two day live event, they punch it in and the, and the ticket will be free. Okay. But and I don't want to give the code out overall because right. I want people that are serious about going to let us know. And then yes, I will yes. reveal that code for those people on a first come first. And then we basis. also have the 40% off ticket too. Okay. So your, your ticket for the 40% off is bell 40. Oh, okay. And so, so if you do Bell 40 on the website, people get 40% off their ticket. So instead of paying 37, it'll be what, 24, $24 ish or something. Both, like that. And that covers both days. Yep. Two day yeah. live event. Yeah. Yeah. The code only works on the two day live. Yeah. And, and if I remember the parking was free at the, uh, uh mountain America convention center. Yes. And this year they're not having the Republican convention. So they're not going to take every, every parking every spot, spot Saturday yeah. morning by eight. So there will be eight places that's to park. Cause that's one yeah. thing that hurt us last year. Unfortunately. I remember that. Yeah. So no timing is better this year as well. And, uh, uh in addition to, um, you guys trying out learning how to cook some things, uh, many of the companies there will have samples so you can try out yep. the things that you're learning about. I will, thanks to the generosity of my my sponsor, Natural Immunogenics, have silver and copper shots to pour. We'll have a lot of free samples to give away. I want you guys to benefit by coming out of your comfort zone and joining us at the Be Healthy uh, Utah event, Be Healthy Utah. So uh, let's see, what else? We got, it's two days. We also before. have, like, we have our, our, our swag bag that's going to be coming. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of stuff in there. We just got a... A thousand pound package or packages from Redmond. So they're yeah. giving out, they're giving out a whole thing of toothpaste. Nice. I, and I use their <laughs> Redmond toothpaste. It's good. Stuff. Very, I, I'm you glad know. you connected with them because they're an institution in Utah and for them not to participate would be a crime. So good, good for, for them. We and, also have some protein powder coming from just ingredients. Mm -hmm. We yeah. have Ali Duzette. She is giving some nice pins. We have just it's just going to be packed full of little goodies in their bags. For and it will also have um, in it the whole schedule. It will have all the speakers. So we'll have we have a magazine that we did this year that we didn't do last year. So and then there's also some advertisements from, from some of our not just our sponsors, but other people that are vendors there as well. But you'll have a, a layout of the conference and who all the vendors are. Yeah, I think we showed a uh, super done. Did we show the uh, the speakers uh, schedule the other day? I think we had a link. I don't know if you have that up. But if you go to Be Healthy Utah, there should be a link to the events and when they're occurring. We can even do a quick scroll on that for those watching live. Yeah, wanna... this, the, oh, there's a schedule right there. there. Yeah, Friday. So, so, so it starts out with the cutest person in the conference, my wife there. <laughs> oh, and, and then I have the tag along for the first little bit. Then she'll speak. And there's and there's John. He's speaking. He'll be speaking at, at about 530. And uh, then we have Dr. Bradley Nelson. He's 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 world famous. He speaks oh, all yeah. over the world. Brad's, we love know. Brad. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. And so yeah, and then on on Saturday, so we're gonna have we're gonna have Saturday. So Friday's one speaker. Mm -hmm. um, on Saturday, we have three rooms going. Two of them are forty five minute um, classes, and 
the other room is 25 minutes. Scroll so, back up a little bit the other way, Super Don, because I just want to show the beginning of Friday, my pal, Dr. Neil Schultz. Uh, and he's, oh, yeah. Go the other way, dude. It's the he's first one on Friday. The so he, he's, a, he's, Friday. he's speaking at 10 o'clock. Right, right there. there. There he is. You're making no, me dizzy. Yeah. 10 a.m. Saturday. <laughs> 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 Super Don's going, where is he? 10 a.m. Saturday. Show 10 yeah, a.m. He's still showing the Friday. Go down. Yeah, there, right, right there. There, there you go. <laughs> Which is what I do with my wife all the time. So uh, <laughs> the more well, of that. you pay him. <laughs> and, and, and the cool thing is, is we got so many different, like if you just are looking at those, those five speakers right there, right? Yeah. We have, we have Dr. Schultz. He's speaking. He's a homeopath, right? The mm -hmm. other gentleman, he does NAET. So allergy elimination. He's a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. Then we have Karen and Karen is. Karen is the one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. She you could she could literally give a discourse on any subject. She is that yeah. brilliant, that intelligent, and she right now she actually just left Utah. She's moving um, to Georgia. They are creating a hospital that is one hundred percent natural. They're going to grow their own food. They're going to it is it is insanely cool. The other doctor at that at that time, I'm just because you have it up right there. You know, mm -hmm. he's a he's a chiropractic Dr. neurologist, Oliver. Dr. Oliver. He's going to be speaking on on neurology of, of immunology. Then we have uh, Shelly Joe. She's going to be speaking on amino acids. And then we have Greg. He's going to be he 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 has a company here in Utah that is all on ancient grains so you can get good good grains and go from there and then i mean you could just and then the list just goes on and on we have so many great speakers but it's not just the speakers it's it's the whole event because it's the vendors i mean we really do only let natural health you have to have a natural health care product or service in order to come to our event yeah i've been you know, sending folks to good people yeah yeah you sent a couple people yeah some sure. of them, one of them wasn't one of those and you're like i'm sorry we, we we're doing this and the focus is this and you stayed true to that which is fine uh but i'm glad that you've been able to accommodate the folks that uh, i've sent yeah. to you that are in that realm including the growing of food as we know food is medicine to support right. that. i believe uh brian jones and doug fletcher my buddy uh flick seed soil i mean the soil is everything i've said this many times if you think you don't have a green thumb it's that you have bad soil if you have good soil, if you can just keep things watered, stuff will grow. Yeah, you yeah. will be all right. And and we need to do that. We need to rehabilitate our soils. And uh, that's why I'm so glad that they're going to be there because that's a foundation for us moving forward. We've got to become more food independent and not rely, as you pointed out, food in a box, food in the fast food drive through uh, or even in the grocery store. If there are supply chain disruptions, we've certainly experienced them in the last Oh, the last few well, years. Well, that's kind of what the last couple of years have taught us, right? We have mm -hmm. to, we, not only do we have to take charge of our own health we also know how we need to know how and what we do for our health and part of that is you know to access things like having a having a garden and things of that nature well and also knowing your options that is the biggest thing about this conference is that a lot of people don't even know that there are different options out there they've been trained in their brains that it's just one way or they might say oh yeah i need to take a few vitamins but they don't realize that there are so many different more options out there and that one thing might work for you might not work for somebody else. And if we don't know those options, then we won't know what, what are the different ways for our path for healing. Mm -hmm. And Will so there... at that conference, that's where you can find are all of these different little pieces and putting it together mm -hmm. to create your own path. Now I've met some folks. Uh, in fact, at that pre-meeting, one was from like an integrative natural health clinic uh, that had physicians part of it that were pretty innovative. And I'm thinking for those that are, you know, looking for options, 
um, from fully holistic to integrative options, there will be doctors and various health professionals there that have exhibit booths to, you know, introduce you to what they offer and maybe even, again, try some of this stuff out, demonstrations, et cetera. And a lot of times people are like, ah, well, I don't know who to go to. I don't know where to go. Well, here's an opportunity to interview folks to see if there's right, something right. that resonates for you. Because otherwise you're spending a hundred bucks plus to go in and just meet them for, for an appointment, right? Just for a consultation. Yeah. This is going to be less than 30 bucks to go in and have a whole wide variety. So half of, not, I don't want to say half, but we probably mm -hmm. have of our, of our 45 minute speakers, probably four or five of them are MDs, you know? And so they're now starting to realize, wow, you know, there's more to it than just giving out these pills. Yeah. You know, we're going to have one speaking on dementia and Alzheimer's trying to help that in a natural way. And another one's going to be speaking on IV therapy, yeah. you know, and, and then we have one, too. then we have one speaking on hormones and one speaking on um, on all the restorative medicines. And I want to say medicines, but you know, like the stuff that people are regenerative. the regeneration, the regenerative medicine. So yeah, mm -hmm. some really cool things. And and it's not just MDs; it's all naturopaths, chiropractors, and then just other experts that will be that will be sharing their message of how 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 and what you can do to get well. I made some great new friends last year at the event. I did, and and one awesome. was one is a physician integrative, and he wholeheartedly, you know, agrees with all the things we do and supports it. And these are the people that I'm more than happy to shout out to the world, have them on this show as well. And I'll be conducting interviews there in between my live broadcast on, you know, on Saturday, I'll have all my equipment so I can re record. So for those of you who want to show up and share a story, even if you're not a doctor, you come to the event, tell me about it. Tell me what you learned, who you met. Uh, I can interview you there. So it's again, another cool thing that I have the option of doing uh, being in there in the booth in the in the marketplace of all of that, and at the same time, you guys can get silver shots and copper shots and and be just lit up. <laughs> now, you, so you're going to do Friday. That's because your your show does is on on Saturday, right? It's no, just I'm going to do it. what I'll do on Saturday at the booth. I'll bring my equipment again, and I will oh. do interviews. Oh, so, okay, okay. So there may be really cool because you know I never know who I'm going to meet there. Some people right, I know right. are old friends, and I'm happy to go. Hey, come on, let's talk. But there might be some really cool new folks I haven't met yet that I'm like, this is an opportunity. Come and sit down with me at my booth. Let's let's get an interview recorded for a future show. So again, value added. Awesome. And, and as I said, you could just be a layperson, a fan, and come in and go, I want to tell a story. Come on, sit down with me and let's do that. So kind of the fun stuff I like to do at those events is like these impromptu. You have no idea what's going to happen, but they're really just uh, just exciting, uplifting, and and I and I learn a lot things I hadn't been exposed to. So this is really cool what's coming up. Well, what's really nice is that everyone can learn something there. Mm -hmm. There is, there's so much stuff that even though we put on this conference, there's still so much more that we well, some of the learn. stuff I have to look up when they, when people request to be a vendor, I have to look it up to see what the heck it is. Cause I don't know what it is. And this is my world, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, that's really cool. I don't even know what it is, but it's natural and it's helping people. We're good. You know, so it's pretty cool. Uh, just a funny comment from Steven in the uh, chat room. Uh, the Be Healthy Utah conference sounds jam packed with goodness, but will there be organic pie? <laughs> um, yes, actually, there is. In the fact that I saw that Carlin Call, I think she's bringing some of her protein powder that is apple pie. <laughs> All right, there we go. We're in. I love that. And, and you know, you, the food vendors, even Redmond, if you go to the Redmond Heritage Farm stores, occasionally they'll have organic pies baked up. I don't know what they're bringing, if they're bringing any food, because I know they do the toothpaste and the salt yeah. and all kinds of cool stuff. But there may be some opportunities to learn about other ways to reach 
out and have wonderful food accessible to you outside of even the conference that we'll be together at. So, so, so there is, there is some restrictions, unfortunately, when you have an event like this at, mm-hmm. at the, uh, at the place we're having it. So they have a, there's people that have a contract with the food there. So a lot of our vendors can do food demo, but they can't actually do meals because okay. the Sample company has, because the, the company has, it's called center plate. They have the contract for all the meals. But the nice thing is, is if you go to like a home show at that event, cause they have home shows and lots of things there for mm-hmm. our event, they're, they're definitely trying to do more salads, more healthy food. So people that come will be able to get food there and at, at a healthier option. If that makes yeah, sense. But, they're, they're, but you're allowed to sample, as you said. In yes. Demo. Yes. Yeah. They can definitely do samples. And yeah. there's going to be plenty of sampling going on there yeah. mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. with the yeah. food demos and they're going to, there's going to be, people are going to have an opportunity to have a lot of healthy food while they're there. Awesome. That's going to be fun. I, I'm just, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. You guys are amazing. In, in like I said, it, it adds a lot of stress to your life to do this. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I, I know it. we had somebody say, why aren't you doing it biannually? It's like, holy cow, this kills us. Yeah, it kills us annually to do it. <laughs> right? No one has a clue. No one has any idea until you actually have to, unless you do it something like this. Cause there's just, I mean, it's just, it, there's just so many things, parts and pieces that are moving, but you know what? Mm-hmm. The, the honestly, the best thing is, is none of our speakers are, are getting paid to be there. You know, we had, we had, we hey, reached out minute. to somebody. I thought I was getting, oh, never mind. <laughs> Yo, you thought you're making the big bucks. <laughs> I reached out to somebody and he's like, well, I have a $30,000 speaking fee. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, we don't do that um, because our speakers, we, we want our speakers to be there because they want to educate. And mm-hmm. it's like, and that's, and that's what it is. And that's, and that's fine. That's what he does. I didn't, I didn't realize he got paid to speak. Somebody just said, Hey, reach out to this guy, you know, yeah. but he does it for a living and, and good for him. But our speakers, they're not, in fact, most of them pay to be there because they, they get a booth, right? So they have yeah, to, pay and for we a want booth. to support the event, of course. Yeah. And we want to, when we want people there that people can come up to afterwards and talk to and, and so that they can have that one-on-one exchange so they can feel comfortable and, and hopefully it's beneficial for everybody because we want, we, we want the vendors to have success because there's people there. We want the people to have success mm-hmm. and, and gain knowledge because they came to it and were able to learn. What about uh, lots of families in Utah with kids? I don't know if there's age restrictions at the event. Uh, also, is there a cost associated with kids? Age? Well, he was, he was just talking about this, but we there is not an age restriction. We uh, Families can come. Now it is a conference, and so it's going to be harder for kids to be able to sit through so you know, it's really funny because we, we've literally had probably about 20 people reach out to us and say, well, can <laughs> kids come and what's the cost? So we don't charge for kids, but I just, I always say to them, I mean, we're, we're parents of six. So we're, we're, we hopefully we're kid friendly, right? My, my kids would probably question that whether I'm kid friendly or not. <laughs> However, we're kid friendly. But mm-hmm. the thing is, because it's a conference, if you bring your kids a lot of times, you're going to miss a lot of stuff because you're not going to be able to sit and listen. You're not going to be able to spend as much time because, you know, there's there's just nothing there for kids to do. you got to keep an eye on them, you know? Yeah, it, there's it, just it, nothing there. There's samples, there. though. There's yeah. samples, but there's nothing. <laughs> there's no play area, you know? Mm-hmm. There's not an area. Maybe that's what we do next year is throw a play yeah. area or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I think get Velcro them to the wall while the parents go out and check stuff. But. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, we might have social services come after us for that one. Though. No, don't do that. All right, all right. Not a good idea. Never mind, never mind. But okay, thank you for clearing that up as well. I, I just uh, 
uh, had those questions. Remember, RSB 40, 40% off. And one thing that's good about your your no, it's Bell, it's Bell Forty. Bell Bell Forty. I always think of Bell Forty. You know what? I think that's what we did last year. I think okay. we might have done that last year, and we kind of changed it up. A, so, but one thing that's about your yours is that most of the most of the the coupon tickets, whatever that we do, the codes that we do is only for the two day live. But to where you have an audience that is worldwide, basically. Mm-hmm. That that forty percent also works on the online version. Yeah, most of it, we don't do yeah. that for most of our vendors, but for you because you have so many people. So we do do we video everything. So not okay. sorry, we video all the speakers. We're not videoing the the interactive the classes demos, or the right, food yeah. demos, but just the speakers. So and then three weeks later, we'll put it together, and and people who bought the online version they can watch that. But okay. for your for your for your audience, because you have so many people outside of Utah, they can use that code on the online version as well. So if they oh. use Bell Forty, it will also be a discounted rate for the online version. Thank you for sharing that. I obviously didn't get the memo. I'm just too busy and crazy. I could so there's an online version, y'all. Even if you can't make it, they're going to put together all the videos of the speakers. So if any of these topics we've already sort of covered and showed you out there, or you check the website, you're like, dude, I want to hear that lecture, and I can't be there. Our uh, Bell, let me say it right, Bell 40 gets you 40% off the online version of it. That'll be available shortly, you know, a few weeks after the uh, event. So thank you for well, doing for it. Yeah. And for people that come, you know, it's like, hey, I've got three speakers. I want to listen to, well, maybe they want to watch all of them. They want, you can only go to one, right? Yeah. So that's why we're doing that is so that people can get the whole benefit of the whole conference. And it's, it's, I think we're, it's what? 37, $47 or something it's 47. like that. $47. So, I mean, you, and that's for all 35 speakers. So Ah, it's well worth it. Yeah, it's barely a a little over a buck a person, unless if you use the Bell Forty discount. That's right. right. And also, one thing that's nice about it too is not only are we going to do it with a video, but we're also going to do it in a podcast form too, so Mm. that if you're on the go and you don't have time to watch the videos, you can just plug it in on when you're driving or or taking your walk, and it will it will also come in a podcast form. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And, 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 uh, Shane, your, your pr- chiropractor practice, uh, obviously Friday is not going to be a good day to book you uh, next Friday <laughs> to come see um, you. Yeah. We're, we're taking third, well, Thursday set up. So we're, t- we're yeah. taking Thursday and Friday off. Right. I really should have just taken the whole next week off, you know, gone on vacation. I think we're going to, you know, cause we already got our dates set for next year. So it's, mm-hmm. I think it's on the 19th and 20th. So that same weekend, the 19th and 20th next year. And I think I'm just going to book a cruise on that Sunday. <laughs> we just, as soon as it's done, we're going yeah. to the airport and we're out here. Relax. Yeah, finally. Well, you got, again, doing great work. I appreciate it. Anything else we forgot to mention before I let you guys go? Well, you know, it's just is a really amazing event. And if you go to the website, BeHealthyUtah.com, you can see the what you know it has like a video there you could just a short video it's like just over a minute long and you can kind of see a little bit about what the conference is about and why you need to be there because there's so much that you can learn there's so much that we need to continue to learn we have no clue what's ahead of us but if we know how to take care of ourselves oh, there it is right there yeah there's there something. it is right there but if we know how to take care of ourselves how empowering is that that we can that we know how to be our own our own healer by just incorporating some of these things from the earth from supplements from things that we can grow in our garden all that type of stuff so it's just so important 
to learn this stuff because all it does is it empowers us to become better and healthier person. And one other thing I wanted to say as well is this year we were, we're really excited because we actually got continuing education for chiropractors. Now oh, they nice. can't use, they, they can't use your code. They have to use the UCPA codes, okay. but they'll be able to, they'll be able to use those codes to get in. Some of them can get in for free if they're, a, if they're a member of the UCPA, otherwise it's 30 bucks, but 30 bucks for 10 hours of continuing education, man, you got to half the time you have to fly places. And so it's well worth it. So if you have any, any chiropractors that are listening that are here in Utah, they can, they can get on the website and they can use the UCPA. And there is a place for chiropractors to sign up for the two day. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, we're almost there uh, one week away and a day. And I know that set yeah. up Thursday for those that can make it in early, otherwise Friday morning, early before it cranks up uh, Friday right. afternoon. Again, I'll be broadcasting live one week from tomorrow from the Be Healthy Utah event in uh, the Mountain America Convention Center in Sandy, Utah. And that's we'll try to run by and say hi at least while you're doing I hope that. So. Yeah, yeah, we, we'll we'll get it all. Sometimes started. it gets so crazy that that doesn't even happen. You know, it just it's well, we'll be speaking for part of the time you're on. That's right. But yeah, you guys gear up. You know what we need, and uh, we'll be there letting the world in on uh, that, even if they can't be there. But thank you for adding the uh, online type uh, uh, option. Uh, and the Bell 40 discount for everybody. Yeah, here. for sure. We know that you have a, 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 a audience that goes all around. So that we wanted to do that for you. All right. Well, Shane, Liz, big hugs. Hang in there. You're going to make it. And then you can take your cruise. Might be back home to rest, though. Not this, this year. <laughs> if we can not get rid year. of the snow. Our last cruise we took was a major oh. storm on the cruise. So yeah. we'll oh, my God. A snowstorm <laughs> well, we did, on the cruise. We did. Well, it it was it was just it was just bad weather. We did we did, this oh. year for Christmas for our kids. Instead of doing a whole lot of Christmas presents, we decided yeah. to do a, a cruise for the younger ones. And it and ended up to be when it, Utah it was in got February. The, it was the day that we got pounded the eighteen inches. Yes. here in Utah in the valleys, we were in California or just off the coast, and it was a it was a bad yeah. We it was most people were sick. Put it that way. It was it was oh. rocking pretty good. Oh my gosh, bad timing. All right, well then cruise <laughs> on home and relax on the couch, whatever. <laughs> and we'll see you guys. Hey, uh, thank you week. so much. We appreciate all you do. Appreciate having you on, having us on so we can you know share a little bit about the conference and the passion that, that, that we have for just wanting people to be able to understand there's options out there. And now we, we can come and learn and know that there's natural options to get well. Yeah. And get on that website, see all the speakers and the vendors that are going to be there and everyone will be amazed. BeHealthyUtah.com. Yeah, go get them. We're going to have a great time next weekend. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. See you. Thanks, Art. Yeah, yeah, the fun. I'm already having fun talking about it and anticipating what's going to go on there. And uh, obviously, there's a lot of events coming up. This just happens to be the next one. And so if you've been thinking about it, come on down. And, uh, well, again, now we got an online option, too. So thanks for that. Uh, Bell 40 is the discount code. All right. That's very cool. What else we got today? I want to mention again, uh, I read a little bit of the uh, Lester Declaration, the Great Lester Declaration last hour. Um, there are, let me see if I refresh how fast this thing is picking up. Um, more people are signing up on it. Uh, I would look, you know, again, take the time. It's in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. Um, we are looking to, you know, make an impact any which way. It's not about only one way, but a little bit here, a little bit there adding up so that we end up in a different place or space the next time they try to pretend there's a new thing coming that's going to kill everybody unless you do what we say. And that might include locking down, shutting down, et cetera. And also, uh, for those of you who uh, recognizing as we open today with uh, Jonathan Emord, the inflation tax and the destruction of the dollar, 
uh, a trillion dollars to the deficit in six months? One trillion? You know how long it took to get to be a one trillion dollar national debt? Are you surprised by that? No, but it's still to hear it is still. I mean, how many times? I, I mean, I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm constantly getting alerts from all these news agencies and stuff on my computer. I'm trying not to. Stuff. That's why, you know. I, it drives me crazy. It's like, oh, well, Biden is. Hey, I just noticed. Are we wearing another, the same shirt? Yeah, we got the same ones on today. Did, did we plan that? No. Did you call me? Did I call no, you? No. I love that. It just happened. I like it when we dress alike. I, uh hadn't put the laundry in the dryer yet so i had to find something to put on that <laughs> i was like ah you know what it's cool enough i can wear a hoodie no i i get it what you're saying at the same time when it's it's there in front of your I, you know, a trillion in six months and i, I don't know if you can do billions out the freaking window of of the white house on yeah. a regular basis but a trillion now Super D, I don't know if you can do chat GPT yeah, and find out how long did it take for the U.S. to acquire a national uh, debt, not just a deficit, but a national debt of a trillion dollars. How many years of existence before we hit one trillion dollars of uh, a national debt? Information yeah, I think that's probably easy to whatever search on. <laughs> but, you know, that, that, that's what's staggering or stunning to me. In six months, we have a one trillion dollar deficit in one year. Uh, uh, how much does that add to the, you know, again, you're not even allowed to question it according to one of the... Uh, amendments to the constitution uh, but uh yeah i think that amendment's a crock as you know <laughs> so uh, uh again willing to point out the things that we're not doing well in america and that is uh, one of them so what i was saying is super don looks this up uh i want to encourage the vendors if any of the vendors are listening that are going to be at this event to accept goldbacks as as payment to be an example for others economically. Much as I've said, don't wait till you're hungry to start growing your own food. And don't wait till the dollar completely crashes to start practicing spending, interacting economically in things that are not Federal Reserve notes. The freedom to do so in certain states where gold and silver is legal tender uh, and you can choose to interact uh, organically, so to speak, and in freedom, not coercion, deception, et cetera, and what you want to exchange for goods and services. And look to use the goldbacks. I will have them with me if you want to uh, do any of that uh, at that event as well. So, all right, Super D, any any luck on finding out how long it took us to get a $1 trillion debt, national debt? This is the answer I got here. I just put it in Skype for you. Uh, okay. Let's see. The United States first reached a trillion-dollar deficit in the fiscal year of 20, 2009. Okay, that's a deficit. Now, I want to know the national debt. Oh, national debt. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, hold on. Yeah. Um, so, and again, in six months, maybe it's like normal. Like, yeah, Super Don goes, yeah, what do you, what's the big deal? Isn't that normal? But think about that in a six-month period of time versus how long it, the United States existed before it went into debt to the tune of $1 trillion. That's what I'm, I'm curious to know because I don't, I don't know that. And I know it probably took a long time to get there. And now a trillion in six months. All well, right. 1981. So from 17, what, 76 to 1981, that's a, yeah. that's a bit of a time. During Ronald Reagan's presidency, it was the result of decades of government spending that exceeded tax revenues. Mm -hmm. It was compounded by factors such as increased military spending during the Cold War and the Great Recession of 2008. What? What? How did uh, it jump around to that? That's Chad GPT. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if it's correct, then it took all the way to 1981 to get $1 trillion in debt. And now we see in six months, a trillion dollar deficit in one year. 
but like i said i mean whatever maybe i'm being just you know simplistic but uh i i keep seeing all these these things that the democrats and biden is you know that they're spending on billions mm-hmm. billions of dollars sounds like uh, trump right billions yeah. and billions and billions mm-hmm. but uh it's true it just seems like a billion dollars means nothing anymore yeah i i just it, to me it's hard for me i every time i see it it, it Biden uh, pledges another $22 billion to Ukraine. And I'm just like, billion? Where is this money coming from? Do we have like all of this extra money just like sitting in a drawer somewhere in the White House where you can just pull out money and start giving? That money is not even real money mm-hmm. as far as I understand it. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just digits in a computer, right? Yep. Because it's not like we've got billions and, and billions. Stealing of from those U.S. taxpayers. That are foolish enough to still be U.S. taxpayers. Being somebody who's had to deal with a household budget like most people, Mm -hmm. you know, if if you're spending like that, eventually that, you know, those bills are going to come due. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're going to you're going to have to account for that somehow. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Yeah. And what are we getting back? I mean, really, what's the return on the investment? Well, censorship and imprisonment. Censorship and imprisonment. What is the FDA trying to do? We've got to stop misinformation. So the money that you think you're contributing to your country is going to shut you up and perhaps imprison you because they're going to send, what, thousands more IRS agents to try and trap you? Yeah, we just recently had, I think it was a record tax revenue income, Mm -hmm. uh, tax taxes from people. Mm -hmm. It was was like a record. It was like the most or second most that they'd ever collected in taxes but still you know i i will go back to what it is that i've said before and and this will forever this will be something you will hear me say many times because it's just something stuck in my brain we talked about the lead in the water right Mm -hmm. again i 22 million to ukraine money throwing all this money at the ukraine which whatever some people can argue that that's that's something that we need to be involved in for geopolitical you know reasons now we we created the problem that now we have to spend the the argument can be made by some people right or wrong that you know the the debate that's the other side of the debate you know they'll say well it's necessary because this this and this okay whatever and then that can be discussed but where is the debate find me the person that wants to argue while we have money to invest in these other things that we don't have, we can't come up with $50 billion since billions are just nothing anymore. Right. Find me the person that's going to be like, no, we should not spend $50 billion on getting lead out of the water that all of the people in the United States are drinking and bathing in. And, and, and so that, no, 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 no. We need to spend that 50 billion over here instead. Find me that person. Why is this not being discussed? We have a number. You know, it's not like it's it's like something, well, we'd have to put together an exploratory committee and then and, and do some research. It's already been done. They've already come up with a number on how much it would cost. It, it, don't you think no lead in the water? It, it, I mean, isn't that kind of like, you know, a no brain? No, yes, but it's counterproductive to the ends of those who want to maintain power over us. The more lead you drink, the stupider you get. We keep the seeing these people coming up. This city over here, this this county over here, whatever like that. Oh, I'm sorry. We just did a test and we found out that the lead content of the water is 100 times what it's supposed to be. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have disease. Disease is running rampant and autism and, and all this stuff. And we just don't understand why. Well, maybe it's because it's maybe. 
at least one piece of the puzzle could be the water. It has lead in it. Fix it. Pretty. <laughs> I I don't know. What am I annoying by by, by continuing to bring this up? I, I'm not trying to be. Well, only a little bit, but I mean for good purpose. Jeez. Yeah. I think for good purpose. But uh, you know, here we go looking to uh have the same entities or the same entity. We talk about government that contributed to, or if not directly caused the problem to be the one we have to go to solve the problem. And yet if they didn't steal all that money from the people and, and productive, uh, you know, people in business, uh, maybe those things could be fixed on a local level and never involve the federal government, but they're destroying the money. They're stealing the money. Again, we're at a, a downward decline if there ever was one. And, you know, I, I look forward to a, a land of opportunity, a land of freedom in the, in the people that appreciate it. And I recognize economically, we may have to go through some hardships to get there. And, and, you know, if we continue down the same direction, you know, you don't, you don't get there until after collapse. And it becomes what a feudalistic society, uh, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy seeing because all the things that you think are what we call norms in society politeness and gentility much less knowing right and wrong go out the window and it's only what you can steal and then even you know the, the ethics and morality associated with killing for whatever you want uh the the limitation on that is gone as well so we are on a precipice i agree i acknowledge it i don't want to be a bum you bum you out as we're heading toward well here let's make something positive Did you see this here here let's oh, go right yeah, back to what i was just talking about here can yeah. you see? come on get out of here Great. there you go uh Banned cancer-causing chemicals found in 88%. Of oh, oh, well, let's forget about the water for a minute. Yeah. Let's take a look at all the household products that they uh, they they did some studies here. Yeah. And they found that uh, these cancer-causing chemicals are found in 88% of household products. And not just cancer chemicals that we, you know, uh, are just kind of common. Mm -hmm. Banned cancer-causing chemicals. Yeah. They're not even supposed to be there. Yeah. What is wrong? What? what? Hey, you know, on the bright side, 12% of households, they didn't find. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those were the ones living in the woods. With yeah, no, exactly. No yeah. yeah, these short-chain chlorinated paraffins, group of cancer-causing chemicals used in metalworking and the production of PVC, polyvinyl chloride, plastics, rubbers, and other materials in a wide array of household products. Um, now, here's the... And they're persistent chemicals, which means they don't yeah. degrade in the environment. They accumulate. So what we have to do to counteract that is what? Engage in better decision-making on what we put into our bodies, much less on our bodies. That's one. Uh, and, and that includes, you know, when we talk about selenium and other antioxidants, when we talk about enhancing the body's ability to detoxify from the exposure of these, you know, these uh, various persistent organic pollutants. And... You know, the story of the Robert Scott Bell show has been part and parcel of this discussion ongoing ever since the day I opened the microphone, number one on the list, the first day back in 1999, when this was called jumpstart your health, it was detoxification, the starting point to everything. And then from there, of course, adding the minerals in that would counteract a lot of the toxins that are already accumulated. Now we have uh, Bobri and the uh, Folium products as well to counteract it. We've got you know, many wonderful detox support products from Nutritional Frontiers. We've got the selenium that we get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. Even the Sovereign Copper, which you can get from there or directly. Um, this is critical for phase one liver detox processes. And you get the zeolite from Touchstone as well. Oh, yeah. And we've got the binding uh, colloidal type zeolite. 
that can bind and also excrete. And all of those are, you know, available at a great discount as well. Uh, so folks, this, you know, when Superdon brings a story like that to the fore, it's not to put you in a deer in headlights mode because that is one option to go, oh, well, everything's toxic. So why should I even bother? That's well, low on the survival. Look, I understand that reaction. I do because it's, it's a the first thing that goes through my brain. Yeah. When I see these things, I get flabbergasted about it because it's like this stuff is just, it's all around us, mm -hmm. you know? So it, I can see how somebody would become intimidated by that. Just be like, why bother? I'm just going to just whatever, hand yeah. me the Doritos, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess the part that is frustrating to me is how most of this is just glossed over and not even paid attention to by the people holding the purse strings. Yeah. You How know, many oncologists are, are, are going, hey, what's in your house? Maybe you should get rid of all of those things. Nope, get on chemo right away. More toxic cancer-causing chemicals. Yes, yes, the treatment for cancer causes cancer. By the way, going back to that pregnancy thing, right before we wrap up, we'll do a little bit of a, a bonus round in a moment. Uh, if you're wanting to be pregnant, reach out to Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. Use the code RSB5 when you check out. Get Dr. Christopher's Hormonal Changes. Dr. Christopher's hormonal changes. I'm not going to say it's going to counteract everything, but there are a lot of people right on the edge and they could be fertile and, and have the capacity to have a baby and they're not there. They need a little bit of that endocrine support. There you go. Dr. Christopher's hormonal changes. Super Don's holding it up. Get that from Jonathan. Choose to be healthy.com. I mean, you can see Super Don is a grandpa's trying to get pregnant. Clearly that's why he has that bottle. I've been trying for a really long time, but it just doesn't seem to work. Dude, you know what? You, your family is going to, on its own, repopulate here. Identify as as a pregnant woman, and that should cover it. Wouldn't it? You won't make any belly jokes, but as yeah. I said, the Naylor family, extended as it is now and growing, is is a person. He's going to be assured to repopulate the planet because he's got a lot of grandkids. Keep them healthy, my friend. Yeah. All right, thank you to Shane Liz Watt. Thank you for uh, Jonathan Emord for dropping by in the midst of a heavy campaign schedule that's only just begun. Y'all go to the show notes, sign up for the newsletter that occasionally when Super Don gets enough rest, which doesn't happen often. It will hear, we'll hear soon. Yeah. So uh, send or text 22828. That's the number to text. Send RSB. That's the message, RSB. And you'll get immediately a response and you put your email address in and we'll get you that newsletter. And upcoming events, the uh, AMA for our, for our patron supporters is the 24th of month. Uh, is a Monday evening? I thought, yeah. Uh, the 24th of uh, April. Zoom. AMA. Awesome. We have a great time together. So with that, take a break. 60 seconds back, or if you're listening to the podcast, it's the blink of an eye. The power to heal is yours.
All right, bonus round. Now crank it up. I want to remind you tomorrow, all new, all new Robert Scott Bell show. Shai Danone from Israel is going to join me with on the ground reporting on what's going on. I'll ask him about Netanyahu selling out the people. And Ula, Ula Tinsley from Preacher and the Polish Girl, also Trinity School of Health, Natural Health graduate. Who's licking your face there, Super D? It's Holly. Holly. Holly loves Grandpa Super Don. And, and then uh, Lori Harvey will drop by as well tomorrow. So we got a good show lined up to head into the weekend as I uh, go celebrate the life of Ruth Quinto, uh, you know, co-founder, if you will, along with her husband, Stephen Quinto, who passed away last year in the 80s. Uh, they are joined now in, in a heavenly realm. And uh, we're going to have celebrate a uh, celebration of life uh, this weekend in Sarasota. Uh, all right. Any questions, comments coming through the chat room today? I know Thursday we get our uh, our audience taken out at the knees by <laughs> Del Bigsby, and then they come join us later, which is fine. Yeah. Kind of quiet today. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, trying to think if I got anything. So the uh, the tickets for the yeah. Be Healthy Utah event. Yes, so we have forty is, is the code that you use. Now, if you want to get the free ticket, mm-hmm. shoot me an email, askrsb at gmail.com, and uh, we've got 10 of those to give out. Okay. A secret special code that you will get. And if you don't claim them, I'm going to claim three or four for some of my friends that I want to bring. So you claim them fast. Just saying. And what else? And then, and then, what what do you do? You send them a code for them to use. I think that's what I understood. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. just respond with the with the codes so they can use. Okay. It. And you have the code. You know the code. I do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. All right. I see Jared St. Clair, my buddy's going to be there. That's cool. Uh, all right. Let's see what else is going on here. Any other uh, breaking news on any front? But. Uh, I'm I'm still so intrigued by Bobby Kennedy. I've seen some of his interviews that he's done and some lectures he's oh, done. He got his first endorsement, right? Uh, was from Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the I guess Green Bay Packers, maybe New York Jets. Yep. Yeah. Shouldn't surprise anybody, but right. And look, we have certainly taken the Democratic Party to the woodshed for their policies. But there's not a lot I disagree with Bobby Kennedy on. I I haven't talked to him about his belief in what they call global warming, aka climate change, and the causes for it. I I have a feeling that he he may know more than he's letting on. Uh, but I haven't discussed it with him yet. But remember, where I align with true environmentalism is on the issue of pollution and toxicological burdens. That's one that's a winning argument. It's an argument that both Republicans and Democrats they don't want their kids exposed to a lot of toxic poisons and would work together to find a way. Now, there might be a difference of opinion on how to do that, but it's from what I've seen of, of Bobby Kennedy, he began to understand Ron Paul's argument about property rights being a more efficient means by which we can protect the environment, not you know, the centralized bureaucracies like the EPA, which are captured agencies, which protect the polluters. Not everybody has matured enough on the environmental side. Some of them are not in it for the environment. They're in it for Marxism. But many are innocently following along because they, you know, they like the narrative of a clean environment, but then don't realize what they're arguing for is living in caves. And, you know, if you think you're going to be able to be a vegan, 
while you have no access to your, you know, whatever vegan food supplies you have, if you happen to be, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to pick on vegans right now, but the point is the luxury of having whatever diet you think is optimal depends upon somewhat of a free market capitalistic society. If you go to other areas of the world where they don't have that, good luck finding, you know, the, the vegan frou-frou that you love or anything along those lines. So uh, just, you know, I just want you to, I say mature up politically and spiritually understand that the government doesn't solve your problems. It creates them in many cases. And that if we defended freedom, if we defended private property and if somebody violated your rights to life, liberty or property, then you could counter it and it would be more successful. Let me just say that. I mean, there's always challenges, but right now you try to correct somebody poisoning your land and, you know, you try to sue a big company that's poisoning your land and they go to the EPA, the EPA, you know, says, yeah, we approved that. So you can't sue them come and try and sue us, right? Good luck when you do that, like suing the FDA. So efficiency, do you really want something to happen that's better? Or do you just want to say you want something to happen that's better that will result in tyranny? I think, I think it's a legitimate question to ask. So I would talk to Bobby Kennedy about environmental issues like that, policies, you know, I'd be interested in his perspective on that. And so Kevin, if you're listening, Reach out to Bobby Kennedy. We've got enough friends that know him. He's been on this show before, uh, and he's going to have to make this, the circuit happen to get more publicity because I, I imagine the mainstream media is going to try and shut him down, shut him out like they tried to do to Ron Paul in his own right, albeit on a Democrat side instead of a Republican side, but Ron Paul was his own guy. He was our guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. I still hold a grudge on that one. You do, huh? I do. Why I haven't voted since then. Yeah, I get it. And that's why I, I say that when I was on the circuit for three days in Virginia, I said, I haven't been excited about a candidate since Ron Paul. And I'm talking about my friend, Jonathan E. Mord, right. who Ron Paul has endorsed. So let's see. Ron Paul sent out uh, from the desk of Ron Paul. If you're on the email list from Campaign for Liberty, headlines sometimes whiz by. Check this out. Bullet points here in this uh, uh, email from Ron Paul. EPA rule could require... Two-thirds of new vehicles sold by 2032 to be electric. How about that? I am not interested in electric cars. Hybrids? Yeah, I think hybrid technology is, is smart and wise. I, I Personally, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, if it's a good car, it's like anything else. You know, I mean, it just depends on the car. And if you can afford the damn thing. You no, know, electric cars are stupid. It, yeah they're it's even more they're more wasteful and more harmful to the environment than and so well, okay, yeah, I, understand. I understand there's things like yeah. that you need to consider that's what i'm talking about just on yeah. face value it's yeah. like if it was an electric car but i i wouldn't care really all that much um get off my lawn with your electric car for that yeah you know they are kind of weird though but you mm -hmm. can always tell when there's one driving by because they make this really kind of weird sound mm -hmm. you know but it's it's bizarre yeah, to see a, one of those things drive by you because they're yeah. so silent. Just, dude, I have been in a, I've been in a Tesla once and that went into ludicrous mode, and I will admit and acknowledge that that was fun to be thrown back with that level of torque instantly available for you. Nice, but I kind of like it the way I first did it in my 1969 Chevelle. Yeah, that's just us, right? That's yeah. our generation. Want to make noise? Uh, let's see another big shift. Have you noticed that's something that they've, they've sort of like just. There are very few cars that have a stick shift. They, uh, they don't make them anymore. Yeah. I'm trying to find a used one with a stick shift. My wife and I like the stick shift. I kind shift. of miss driving a stick. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was kind of fun. Yeah. 
that people would look at that and go, what is that? What is uh, that? Another headline, U.S. sends Green Berets to Ukraine, says leaked Pentagon documents. We we're talking about that leak earlier. Oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. big. It's like, dude, the U.S., they didn't announce that to us. No. America. In fact, yeah. that's that Troops be- on the ground in Ukraine. Really? Are you surprised? That's the Democrat neocons, and there are some Republicans supporting it. Or knew about this? I wonder. Because that you can't do that, really. I mean, I suppose in a way you can. Because when was the last time uh, Congress approved any kind of military action anyway? Yeah. Here's another headline that you might have missed. Ron Paul sending out FBI Pentagon research facial recognition tech to handle millions of subjects. Are you surprised by that? Not at all. They want a full-on surveillance society. Government is marketing censorship tools to big tech to gag conservatives. Well, I would say not only conservatives, but natural healers, doctors and, and the like. Yeah. This is, uh, this is stuff that uh, Ron Paul's still out there doing good work. Yes. <sighs> so, anywho. So, on the road again tomorrow for you. Yep. Yep. Brand new show tomorrow, though. Don't think you can get away without watching or listening to the Robert Scott Bell Show. And I thank you for doing so. Remember, Founder Day specials with Trinity through tomorrow, the 14th, if you're listening live today on the 13th, 14th of April, 5, 10, and 20% off discounts. And uh, just click on the Trinity School banner. It'll take you there and they'll get you covered. Check out. Are you uh, just on an innocuous, not important note? Are you watching, watching any sports right now? Of interest to you no i i don't I, the only sports that i really will watch would mm-hmm. be uh, basketball football and M, you know mma well basketball are heading into the playoffs yeah i honestly i just haven't had a chance really to keep up but i i don't know how are my lakers doing i think they're in i think they're the number seven seed they usually are in the playoffs on a regular basis. They didn't look like it halfway through the season, but they yeah. came back strong. So LeBron's in another year. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, which I like because of Trey Young, I, I enjoy watching Trey Young. The young guy's only like, what, 24, 25 years of age. And he's fun to watch. So uh, they made it number seven seed as well. Hmm. Um, I don't live or die by these wins and losses. But again, I, I don't mind being engaged to, in a mindless endeavor from time to time because we are so engaged yeah. that to unplug from time to time is healthy the only time i have any time really to do anything like that is on the weekend mm-hmm. um during the week it's not even an option so yeah dj a- katie he just cooking in the kitchen great show thanks for letting us know we wonder who listens on thursdays live anyway <laughs> we got a few we got a handful there. on social yeah. media Dawn, of got, shout out to the folks watching on rumble right now mm-hmm Oh, look here. I what do you see? A message in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here from Marge. Marge is over on Rumble. Hey, Marge. And she says, I can't, that's behind the camera. Picture <laughs> this. Your uncle got into the presidency. What happened to him after he spoke truth? His dad was political. And what happened to him? Oh, she's talking mm-hmm. about RFK Jr. Right. It just screams RFK Jr. Get into the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what does it say about Bobby Kennedy, who's yeah. willing to risk his life for what he believes in? Yeah. I mean, I, I give props to that. He's not running in fear or just, you know, cowering because of the family history. He's not naive. 
I mean, if you see interviews about, you know, the, the CIA, he knows they killed his uncle and likely participated in killing his brother. I mean, I'm sorry, his father. So why would he do it? Why do we do anything that we are inclined to do? Getting at is just, it's just like, why would you do this? Look what happened yeah. to your uncle. Look what happened to your dad. What you it, know, why, why would you even like? What if you, you know, had an agreement with God before you got here to say, you know what? This is what I'm here to do. Right. People have a mission that they go, you know what? No matter what, this is what I'm here to do. And you're not dissuaded by the loss of your life because you have a fe- you don't have a fear of death because you believe in an afterlife or you know a, a re- review and revival of life whatever it is um not that I don't, I believe he wants to die that's not what I'm saying but sometimes you just got to live what you believe is right to do even if it's risky and and life is risky you don't get out of here alive physically so what do you do in the meantime do you stay fearful of the you know potential of a loss of your life or do you engage in a life well lived based on your principles what you believe in again this is why jonathan emord is running for the senate i mean i i pretty much ran through everything i could to dissuade him initially when we talked about the potential that he was thinking of it seriously and i went through every a litany if you will of, of a list of all the reasons why you might not want to do this and have you checked this have you looked into this have you considered have you talked to your wife your kids on and on he hit every one of them and for him You know, he could sit back and retire and not do any of that stuff. He's had a great successful law career. He's still engaged in it. Why does he do it? Why is he running? He believes in this country. He believes in the principles upon which it was founded, as do I. And I I sense that you do too, Super D. But it's not saying that Super Don has to run for president or anything, or I do. There are ways to reestablish what we believe are really high ideals and principles. And not all of it is engaged in running for office or being in office, but if that's your bliss, if that's you know what you're drawn to do, and I, I would support people of integrity like that to do that. I think we are benefited by that. But I don't say it's the only thing to do. No. Yeah. It all starts really honestly. It's, it starts uh change starts at the local level. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. You know, it's just uh that's where you're gonna make an immediate difference and then support people like like we're talking about with Jonathan Emore that uh mm-hmm have the cojones to even jump into the race i i, I wouldn't want to do it no I, I, office? I have no intention of doing that i mean it, you have to you have to work with so many bozos it's like i like what we do super d even if we are cantankerous to one another from time to time i enjoy doing what we do are we cantankerous to each other from time to time there are some days you are and some days i am yeah, yeah. it happens but uh, there's a great joy in the interactions, a great joy in our ability to communicate to the people of planet Earth, those who are engaged in this. And do I believe that we're making some kind of difference? I do believe that. Do I believe that I'm transforming the whole world? No, I don't have delusions of that. But as we talk about, even one person impacted in, in a positive manner means a lot. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Well, That's we've heard from uh, some. Yeah. You know? I've, I've, I've said for a long time here you know when my time is is over all i care about is that i made some sort of difference mm-hmm. you know that's it you know, yeah did it, did it count for something and then i'm you know i mean i'm good speaking of speaking of rfk jr dude yeah. I, I i was watching they're looking at some of the articles uh, earlier in the week mm-hmm. that were attacking him when he announced that he was going to run and stuff like that yeah um rfk jr's a fit dude oh yeah no he's very fit 
He's got some guns on him. I I, I just had to try and, and and look for it here, and it was this picture here that got me. I was just like, he's very athletic. Look at this dude. Yeah, he's got a great posture. You know, I shake his hand, and he's he's yeah, he doesn't slouch at all. Yeah. Like, wow, man. Yeah. I had no idea. No, he believes in healthy living, and he and he lives it. So uh, I love the T-shirt too, because I think that's that's kind of leaning. It's it's got a vintage look to it. Kennedy for president. Yeah, that's right? cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, dude. No, like I said I like the guy. I really do. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have a question coming in uh, from Edward. Can we put that up on screen? Here it is. Yeah, Eduardo. Hi guys. I have a question about the cardio miracle. Is it safe to take the old cardio miracle? Yes. I know there is a new formula with the erythritol without the erythritol, but I still have a few bottles. Of yeah, I'm still nope. down in the old bottles. The erythritol is it's so small. It is actually not dangerous. When we covered that story about erythritol, it was at ridiculous levels. It was like 30 grams, I think. It was ridiculous. Like it's like, no, I take that cardio miracle with the erythritol till every day. That was an over-exaggeration, but they were already changing it because there were people that didn't like it. And I'm all in favor of their change, you know, with the organic stevia and monk fruit. It's a wonderful new formula. And we'll have that. We'll all be drinking that next weekend at Be Healthy Utah and also in Nashville at the event uh, with the Warners, which, by the way, do we have the Warners no. scheduled yet for next week? Uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, it's absolutely safe to do so. I think Carol had the same question. And uh, I am, uh, to, as proof positive, I just this morning, I have a few buckets left and I'm not wasting them. I'm not giving them away because I only want the new formula. Super Don has a new formula before I got it. I do, yeah. that's because I used it. Uh, out, yeah. I have, I, I think I have like maybe two or three of the, uh, the things of the travel. Little travel packets, yeah. Packets left. No. Mm -hmm. But I like, because there was a period of time there where they didn't have any. Yeah. And so I was using the travel packs. Fortunately, I had a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. And so I was using those up. And then finally, I was able to get some of the new stuff. But yeah, yeah the, the erythritol situation, it wasn't until, because listen, this is headlines, right? Yeah. Yeah. Headlines. It got, look, the, the, I, the headline got me too, because mm -hmm. it was all over the place. And I was just like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. You know, wait a minute. That's in Cardio Miracle. And so I dug into it. We called John Hewlett. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it turns out, like many of these scientific studies that they do, for whatever reason, uh, they don't do the test on the amount of something that people normally consume. They yeah. they jack it up to like a hundred times the amount that anybody could would ever consume, right. and then they go, "Look, it's causing cancer." Well, yeah, duh, duh, right. So in this case with the erythritol, mm -hmm. they were they were giving it. I can't remember what they were giving it to rats or so whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was in in an amount that nobody would ever consume mm -hmm. ever daily. It just yeah. was not, it was just, it wouldn't happen. And so the amount yeah. that you get with Cardio Miracle is not even close mm -hmm. to what it is that they were doing in this study. So yeah. I, I would have no problem with taking it um, and using well, it up yeah. as well because it's not cheap, right? Oh, and I am consuming it and I will continue to consume it until I get through it then i'll say hey john all right now send me the new formula because you won't have that formula. with that said yeah. you're gonna love the new formula when you get mm -hmm. it it's great yeah. and and what i've found is because what i've been doing is i'll take because i've got my my big old thing here yeah can you tell i've been using cardio miracle in this for a while a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. yeah i'll put two scoops in that mm -hmm. okay yeah um 
and I like it for two reasons. Number one, because I can get my two scoops in, mm-hmm. right? You know, on one drink. Yeah. Uh, and also because it gives it a stronger flavor mm-hmm. than just one scoop, right? That's just yeah. my preference. Mm-hmm. With this stuff here, you don't have, for the flavor side of things, you don't have to put two scoops in. It's better. I agree. It it's it's way better. Uh, and and the, the flavor is stronger. It's got organic flavors and it's got the stevia monk fruit blend in it. Yep. And it yeah. It's yeah, and John Hewlett doesn't skimp on the ingredients, and he's continuing no. to always look to improve it. He doesn't rest on his laurels and say, it's it's over, it doesn't get better. You know, that's what I respect uh, among a, a lot of things. So we'll see John next weekend at the uh, Be Healthy Utah event as well. Mom's also cooking. Hi, Mom. Cooking in the kitchen, listening to the show. Happy cooking. Good. Yeah. All right, man. man. All right, man. All right. As long as there's nothing else breaking news that we got to cover, we can uh, take a break tomorrow. Again, back with new, fully new content, not a rerun, not an encore, a new show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, yeah, we'll keep this uh, healing party going. So if you guys have questions or comments, submit them at robertscatbell.com. We'll get to them eventually, as soon as we can, as well as uh, I think Sunday, I've already recorded as well uh, a discussion. Let me, let me see what I got here. It's a great interview I got for Sunday as well. Again, new content for Sunday now. Don't be. O- I know you're talking Sunday. about fasting. Yeah. Uh, with Ula. Yep. Talk about fasting about tomorrow. Yeah. And then it, what's going on in Israel with Shy? Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm going to go in here. I got so many pages here of stuff that Taryn Gregson, Taryn Gregson, reporter, former reporter for the PGA Tour. She worked for the a reporter for the PGA tour and she was kicked out because she refused to get the jab mask and do all the stupid stuff. And she said no to the mask and no to the tests even. And so, um, we are, we're going to talk even about very controversial subjects, LGBTQ issues, you know, from a Christian belief perspective that she has. And I'm going to share with you how it's not what the left would have you believe about it. Oh, these people hate you because you're no, it's not that at all. It's a belief that they have due to their, you know, their dogma theology, whatever. And it is rooted in a concern and caring. And it's not an attempt to eradicate people that believe differently or live differently. But also, as we've talked about the controversy of claiming that you have special rights because you're part of a group, which may not have anything to do with one another, you know, if you happen to be gay, what does that have to do with being transgendered, for instance, as they added the T to that? Uh, but yeah, we tackle some controversial subjects from a spiritual perspective. Some would say religious too, but I like having these discussions. And my hope and prayer is that those of you with preconceived notions about anybody or anything, that you, you, you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and then come to your own conclusions about it. But I think it's a very valuable bend to the, if you can call it that, to the uh, week, week, weekly topics that we do, or more than weekly, daily topics, it's, uh, et cetera, to do Sunday a little bit more uh, focused on some spiritual d- the discussion. So that's what's coming up, my friends. So thank you for being here, and I hope you'll uh, be part of our patron supporters and join us for the next AMA. I believe that will be Monday the 24th. Yes, that's a Monday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, a Zoom AMA. With all y'all getting together, we have a great time. A couple hours with a lot of fun giveaways too. We'll see. I might have some other exciting giveaways because it will be after the Be Healthy Utah event. So I might have some more giveaways for the everybody showing up. Yeah. Excellent. 
all right guys well thanks for tuning in hanging out with us today um please tune in tomorrow and on sunday and mm -hmm. uh, we'll be back live again when um i'm traveling monday so it'll likely be tuesday tuesday yeah all right in the meantime shoot me any questions you got if you want those free tickets please ask for them because otherwise we're going to give them all to robert yeah and i will give them to it'll be nepotism give them to everybody i know i want to give you all an option if you want to go please let super don know free tickets in the subject and ask rsb at gmail.com correct all right guys have a good day we'll talk see you guys. Soon. Thank you.